Welcome to the second episode of the Varangian Heresy, coming from the Fortress of Nutitude, the bastion of heresy that is Sweden, both north and south. There's myself, Jody, also known as Painting Chap, down here in the uh, the south of Sweden, and up north we've got Christopher. Hello. And the Dark Prince of 30k himself, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. How are you? Not too bad at all. Not to say that you aren't both my buddies, but, you know, I, I seem always seem to forget <laughs> to say that. Sorry, Chris, you know, I love yeah, you. Uh-huh. No, no, no problem. Tell him, don't tell him, don't tell him. Well, I have to, otherwise he cuts me off from my pla- uh, plastic crack and uh, resin crack yeah, supply, so. The yeah, supply must flow. Oh, yeah, the supply must flow. All too easily done. Very all true. All too easily done. This is very true. So how's everybody doing? Well, quite all, quite all right. It's a uh, coldish evening, actually. Coldish? Uh, fair enough. I, I'm inside in a warm room. I'm happy. Uh, it's not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, up... Summer is here. Yes, thank God for summer. I mean, what was it? Uh... Uh, so, so, so we should say winter is coming, as we're in Sweden. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Reset so, the summer should... from winter. <laughs> exactly. So summer is for like, you know, it lasts for, for what, two months? Three it's months? Not, it's not as bad as the UK where it lasts for two or three days. Well, to be fair, we had this last summer as well, when we had really, really cold, because two weeks ago it snowed and we're two degrees Celsius centigrade in the morning, and uh, this week we had uh, up in the high 20s, and uh, last summer we had the exact same thing, and that meant that it was raining and 11 degrees from June until August. (laughs) Chris, you're crushing my hopes here of a good summer, man. I need a good summer for my job. Stop crushing my hopes, dude. Yeah, that's true. Don't go there, man. Don't do not do that to me. Well, you know, when you can't be outdoors gaming, you can be indoor gaming. This and painting. True. And eating barbecue food, but I'm not going to start plugging that right now. And, and the bear doesn't care what weather it is. Oh, this is true. It's true. Very, very true. So, we're going to try and actually have something resembling an organized format this week. We've got a Madness. piece. We've got a piece of paper. Well, we've got a word document which Christopher has been very awesome to put together and actually manage. And I swear to God, I haven't just opened it up five minutes before we actually start recording. Um, no, no, no. It's not like not not like an events player pack. No, all. it's not like an event for the player. rest of us. To be fair, you never open an event player pack until you get to the event. What do you mean? After, we've got special missions. After the event organizer yells at you to read the damn event package. <laughs> yeah, for the fifteenth time. Right, Freddy? Sound about right? Uh, I don't know. I don't even read my own player's pack. <laughs> That's good to know. It's good to know. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Rock on. I'm just, you know, go for it. So, uh, which, which is actually a nice little segue into uh, what will be the main main piece of tonight's episode, where we get a, an after-action report from uh, Lincoln, from Freddy, and from our guests, who will be coming in dialing live from uh, sunny if not well no actually dark Malmo because we are recording in the evening Uh, and that is Oscar Kralival I've probably murdered his name and I'll probably murder it again when we talk to him later but that's you know it's what happens we got an Englishman in Sweden trying to pronounce the local names and 
Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. We catch up. We'll have a chat about the uh, how how the event went and uh, from both a player and a TO kind of point of view. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I think we, we we really should probably just drop straight into um, what everybody is working on. As uh, as I said last time, we started this off as a a painting stroke therapy stroke drinking class. So. Um, What's everybody working on and drinking this evening? Uh, drinking currently Coca-Cola and a glass of water without uh, anything in it yet. I think maybe. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's, to be fair, it's not water, but we can be. We can pretend it's water. We can pretend it's water. Okay. Uh, and I, my hope of progress is that I finished the tank I was building last time. Awesome. It's pri it's primed and waiting. The, uh, awaiting the demolisher I'm building at the moment to be finished so I can paint them together. Uh, I could put the picture up later. I'm also starting a small thousand point uh, Blood Angel Son Mortalis force for the Scandus event later this year. Yeah, cheers for that one, Freddy. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping that very, very, very cool idea. I won't lie, but very, very cool idea. I was like, Oh crap! How many more points have I got to find? Well, to be fair, you could just use your normal list, but I'm making an entire new force. Show off. I won't, I won't well, lie. so so am I. <laughs> okay, I won't lie. I'm considering. I'm seriously considering orcs. Well, Ooh. seriously considering orcs for um, for uh, the Zone Mortalis. If I get money, job. You know, all the important well, things to make that sort of thing happen. We could put it like this. I got the Forge World Mega Dread lying on the chair next to me. You start uh, conversations I, like that, it costs me money. <laughs> I have uh, boxes from boxes of orcs. Yes, Shut me too. Up, you too. <laughs> I got a stomp uh, if you want it. I don't have stomp. I love you guys, but uh, I hate you guys at the same time. I'm just saying <laughs> that right now. I can supply the infantry, and then you know Chris, he'll supply the the walkers. Yeah. Okay. Also, to be fair, Freddie, what are you work, working on today? Uh, I'm working on the Cessus assault ramp because I finished. Uh, well, I didn't finish them, but I managed to glue together all ten Dark Furies, got them primed, got the uh, the Raven Guard Delegatus uh, primed as well, and then I kind of well. I know it's it's easier to glue stuff than to paint stuff while we're doing the podcast, and I'm trying desperately to get this Cestus assault ram glued together. I can. Uh, it's hard to get the angles right on it, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've been told by uh, my friend Lex it is a bit of a beast of a kit to actually put together the Cestus. Yeah, the, there's a lot of big chunks of resin, and if there's just a little bit of warp warpish going on, it gets fucking hard. You could send it over to me. Yeah, no, but... Uh, yeah. He wants it back. <laughs> want, uh, exactly. <laughs> well, no, no, I'll, I'll sort it. I'll sort it. It's all good. I'll send a photo. I, I got the body kind of glued together now. I only need to do the wings and the little kind of engine housings. And then I should be done. Oh, very, very cool. Done. Very cool. Working away. And I'm drinking an ice-cold whole garden because, once again, my lovely family has delegated me to, like, the bottomless pit oh, that is the laundry. 
and the dryer's been running here <laughs> for a long time. So it's like a sauna, or uh, it feels like being back in Queensland during summer. Well, it's nice of you to get back at them by covering the laundry in uh, resin uh, dust. I know, I know, but I, I have the vacuum cleaner ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> at the slightest sound of movement outside, I'll just bring it out. Uh, clip clip on uh, an empty dustbin, and off I go. Playing suppressive fire. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Well, I am this evening. I am drinking. I am drinking the hardcore stuff. Uh, I am drinking a cup of tea, a very large, probably like half a litre cup of tea. But uh, you know, I got to. I got to keep with all the uh, chap and uh, Englishman stereotypes. So got to do it the right way. Ooh, cherry, oh uh, mate. <laughs> rather, rather. Um, and I am currently trying to not scream at myself for being an idiot and painting the not blocking block coloring my cloak on my prayer tour before doing all my fancy blending um, and I'm also working on a siege breaker which uh, for my iron warriors which I've actually taken the um, uh, what is it the forge world not the forge world fine cast um, yeah I know dangerous words a fine glass tech marine and I've taken the shoulder sort of symbols off his armor and I'm going to green stuff over the top of the tubes to make it sort of have a twin tailed loincloth at the back and one a whole one at the front and uh, I've given him my custom thunder hammer which is actually an old uh, you know the um, what are they called the demigriff riders from fantasy that was. Um, they had those beautiful big halberds. Well, I've got one with uh, like a an axe hammer head, and it's got a, a skull on the side of it. And I turned it into a, pa- uh, a counts as thunder hammer um, thing. So nice. that's going on there. He's uh, he's equipped with a plasma pistol on the other side. So basically, if he doesn't kill you with the uh, the axe will probably blow himself up with the plasma gun, so you know. Well, why not? Mm. <laughs> I had, and uh, I had plans to do him as a, ta- a Tartarus um, Terminator for Zone Mortalis, and then realised that eh, the save with a refractor, refractor field and uh, artificer armor is the same, and it's points cheaper. So I actually got some more toys out of it. That's pretty cool. And just to mention for the listeners, there will be a gallery for this uh, episode as well on the Facebook page. Which reminds me, I better send you some pictures by Messenger so you can actually put them up in the gallery. Yay! Because <laughs> we need that all organized. Yeah, we're totally organized here. Yeah. Which reminds me, I should really give us a, give, uh, sort out our social media and stuff. Um, at the beginning and try and remember to do it at the end so shout outs uh, we have our Facebook page which is the Varangian Heresy podcast on Facebook uh, you can get all sort of as Chris said the galleries of what we're going through what we're working on and related event links and our episodes um, links and everything up on there uh, we've got our Twitter, which is Varangian Heresy, not the Varangian Heresy, just Varangian Heresy, on Twitter. And we've got our email. So if you've got any feedback, questions, 
if you want us to go over army lists if you've got army lists you'd like, like us to talk about or you want to set us a challenge for that sort of thing list building sc- you know scenarios anything fluff just drop us an email at theverangianheresy at gmail.com it's an, it's an adult show you know by all means make it adult content have a bit of fun with it but uh, send us some stuff through so we can have a look at it and uh, yeah give us some give us some stuff to talk about so uh, we can actually you know do stuff on this show because um, you know it's, we can we can banter we can rabble and you know Freddie can talk about his painting recipes for as long as we can uh, <laughs> but uh, we've all got to find something else it's to like, reach out about it's like it's like the KFC secret sauce yeah I can, I can talk about it but not that much uh, finger li- I was going to say is it finger licking good but actually I don't want to know yeah. I really don't want to know <laughs> we're going back uh, to the topic of uh, the more social bit we are since what is it yesterday on iTunes as well yeah we've gone live at, on iTunes at, at, on record, at the time of recording that is yeah and when you hear this we have been on iTunes a uh, few days yeah and, uh, yeah that didn't take forever and a fuckload <laughs> of irritating back and forths with uh, iTunes and support and then going shit is it all I have to do and swear using the word cunt a lot at the at my computer screen and then yeah it works um so it's if, basically if in, if in doubt swear at it threat beat the computer with a hammer and then somewhere along the lines it works yeah so yeah you can you can pick us up via um via itunes now and subscribe give us a subscribe and uh we'd love to get some reviews on there as well that would be really appreciated so yeah, so let's let's. I guess the the first topic is, is sort of the obligatory news and new stuff coming out. Um, I'm just looking at the uh, the Force World page at the moment, and um, I mean we've only been going like a week now. This is like our second episode, so there's loads of stuff that's come out over the last few weeks, um, like the custom cataphracti terminator shoulder pads which I think are just absolutely gorgeous um, uh, it's good to see that they still support the plastic range yeah it's, for sure. it's really really nice I mean I'm loving they're, they're, again it fits the, the ones they've done for the Iron Warriors fit so well um, yeah. just solid you, you know utilitarian sort of workman style but man they look good Massive slabs of metal. Massive slabs of metal, yeah. pre-cut, pre-cut, and I love you for this, Forge World, pre-cut hazard stripes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no lining it up against rivets or trying to think of ways of masking shit off. It just, right, I paint this bit. <laughs> so much nicer. And then the, the lovely sort of uh, Iron Warriors logo on there. But there's some other ones. I mean, the Alpha Alpha Legion ones look stunning. Um I really, really like that the the Hydra on there, so nice. They've done some really good work. Um, I guess then there's the the Space Wolf stuff that got released, which yep. is it's okay, I guess. I mean, yay for the guys who love Space Wolves, but um, I won't lie, I, I I look at it and I go, it still looks to 40k for me. With it. it uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but for some reason, sort of like the chest pads and uh, that sort of stuff, there's a lot of stuff that just looks very 40k, wolf this, wolf that, you know, 
which I get, but then, then they do the other stuff where it's got really, really nice knot work on it, and I'm looking at it going, why couldn't we have done that for everything? You know? So you want Space Wolves with less wolves? I want Space Wolves to be less 40k wolves, definitely. That's, well, my, that's my take on it, anyway. Just wait and they get the character units with frost axes and uh, Shut up. wolf, wolf legs. Right. Riding cut you off right gigantic there, riding wolves, yeah. bionic wolves, wolf, wolf heads. That's just like the, a, that's a nightmare 10,000 years down the future, man. I mean, you know, it's going to take that then, long uh, to develop that shit, right? And then they get assaulted by the dark angels. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I mean, oh, that's, an, that's for another... For another podcast, ten thousand years from now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody who enjoys talking about that shit. Back to the future. Very much so. But uh, yeah, and then I think that the latest that's come out, um, actually released, is the um, Solar Auxilia Surgeon, the Surgeon Primus, uh, Avius Joven, I think it is, Avius Joven, and his Medicaid orderlies, and. Oh, fuck me, they are beautiful models. Seriously. And uh, <clears throat> because of that, it may or may not have happened that a certain crazy Swedish person may or may not have spent a lot of money on Fortral and bought a Solar Auxiliary Army, like, maybe yesterday. Like, how, how did you how, find out? How, how, <laughs> how, how crazy would this, 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 this Swede have been, like... Uh, are we talking a uh, large army, or maybe just a Zomortalis army, or or or, or maybe uh, three thousand points? Maybe. Well, go, go big or go may, may, yeah, maybe Scandis kind of put the guideline that what had to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Swedes, man! What can I say? They do this shit. Yeah, well, I can't. I don't know if it's a good army though, or if it's a bad army, but having Lehman Rust tanks with the uh, Volkite big massive Volkite guns on them. Oh fucking hell! Just man. cool. It, could could you run anything less than nine of them, or am I special? I, I, well, I think it comes to wait. the the list, which we'll talk. I'll pro, I'll try and fit in somewhere later that I've seen on one of the uh, on the traitor group or the liberator group for uh, for Scandus where. Uh, Somebody who will remain unknown or unmentioned, sorry, was doing a 16, 12 or 16 um, quad mortar list. Phosphex rounds? Probably. Fuck my. Because yeah, like, after one round of shooting, the, the amount of sets of templates that guy have to buy. Yeah, um, I mean, literally, there, you just like, you want beer coasters or something that fit the bill. And uh, suddenly my mentioned uh, four Dominus Siege Bombards feels like a fair list. Yeah, that, that feels like kind of a feather list compared to that, that sort of thing. Uh, they're just apocalyptic bar bar barrage. Yeah, but no. fucking 12 or 16 freaking... Yeah, exactly. Quad mortars. I mean, what the fuck, man? But do it. Whoever, you know, the person who knows who, who knows is listening to this and they know who they are, do it. Do it well, because it's going to be fucking oh. awesome. Do it, do it now. Do it, do it, do it now. I, I, I can't do the Arnold. I really can't. Well, that's not the Arnold. That's the... Fuck that shitty Starsky and Hutch. Is it? Do it. Do it. Yeah. Oh, no, the... Do it. Or that uh, Shia LaBeouf meme. 
meme video thing? No, no, yep. I swear. It's, uh, it's Predator, man. It's fucking Predator. At the end, he's like, do it, kill me, do it now. Oh, well, he, he uses the word do it a lot as well. But... Yeah, well, I knew where my reference was coming from. Don't judge me in my 80s movie references, man. <laughs> don't don't, don't um... even go there. Don't do it. So look at me, I never judge anyone. Lest ye be judged and all that sort of stuff, I guess. Because suddenly people will judge me and that's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so that, that's kind of the... That's kind of what's new on their webpage, but we've got, uh, as of recording, we've got Warhammer Fest coming up this weekend, and I, I don't know how fussed I am about Warhammer Fest as a concept, and you know, it being overly 30k related, but dear God. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, have, a, I have a question for the forum. Is okay. it called Warhammer Sigmar, or? No, it's just, what do you mean, the event? No, like the, the Sigmar thing. Is it called Warhammer Sigmar, or is it just uh, called... Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. But I haven't lost the Warhammer, because otherwise it would be kind of ironic. And to be fair, those new orcs could, orcs could be easily converted into 30k orcs. Oh, that is my plan. Oops. Oh, that was my plan. Someone called. <laughs> Damn it, there's a ghost in the machine. No, no, no! It was actually it was actually Chris from Scatter Shop Painting. Oh, right, okay. Because uh, he has sent through uh, another whip picture of the the Warhound. You mean Warlord. Warlord? Ah, Warlord. Sorry. Yeah, you should put that put it up on the Facebook page, perhaps. Yeah, just to tease people. Get get that one to get that one to Christopher. Nothing else, and get uh, our Christopher, and. Uh, Get it, get it posted up because that would be very cool to see. If you're willing to share, of course, because you know we want to promote such a great cause and see a war, Warlord Titan work in progress shop. But uh, yeah, have you seen um, on YouTube? There's Dave Taylor paints. Um, if you find his YouTube channel, he goes through. Um, I think it's like 26, 20, 24, 26 videos or something like that of him assembling, building, painting. A Warlord Titan, which he took, which was commissioned for Adepticon, I think. Um, or the LVO, I can't remember which one it is. But it was, uh, it was no, it's Adepticon. It was commissioned for Adepticon. And, uh, yeah, freaking awesome series on YouTube to follow it. Right. Well, it's like the Scattershot painting when they pimped that Warlord. Oh, pimping Janice. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Oh. oh, dude, look at that picture. That's so pretty. Yep. Well, I had to pass it forward. Oh yeah. If that doesn't sell tickets, I don't know what will. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, Warhammer Fest. There is some very cool stuff coming out. There is the well, what will be the year-long event miniature, the Cataphracti, uh what looks like a Praetor, with um, Thunderhammer and Combi Volkite. Yep. Which just screams ludicrous, but awesome. That's kind of very different. I don't think there's there's um, any rules at the moment that exist for, uh, you know, as in you can't buy a combi, um, a combi Volkite at the moment. Yeah, you can. You can. I thought it wasn't in the in list. The, in the FAQ. Oh, under... It is in the FAQ, is it? Yeah, there's a list of uh, combi we weapons in the FAQ. 
Then my question for you, Mr. Chris, is, is there a combi grab gun? Give me a moment and I opened the FAQ. <laughs> you, sir, are the remembrancer of this group or the librarian. I don't know which is the best way. But you, you, you have all the books, man. You have all the books. So, the librancer. Librancer. Yay, oh. new term coined. Here we go. Do all combi weapons in the Space Marine Legion Army list follow the rules published in the U4K rulebook? And then there's uh, the. There are as follows uh, Flamer, Meltagon, Plasma Gun, Grenade Launcher with Fraggle Crack Grenade and Volcate Charger. Those are the only ones. Ooh. Ah, damn it. I had a plan. Okay, fuck it. Right, back on track. New, new plan, huh? <laughs> yeah. There's always a plan. There's always a plan and there's always a way. But, uh. Yeah. So, um, Sorry, go on. How do, you, how do you, as an Iron Warrior, player feel about the uh, iron circle then i think the miniatures. I, I think hard for heresy doesn't even get close to telling just how honest to god turned on i am about these models they are just fucking gorgeous um i i i, I don't know what i had in mind when when i listened to angel exterminatus i mean i don't know how it sort of really sort of came to life in my in my mind but yeah, what's there, what they've produced is just, is exactly it. And um, I'm just sharing a link to you guys now, which we'll put up on the on the webpage as well. Um, and I'll try and put it in the show notes, but it's the Forge World Bulletin, which is actually listing all the stuff that's going to be there. Yeah, um, I, I, I flicked through that and got like a spontaneous, uh, I spontaneously erected a circus tent in my pants. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, not not even, with all due respect to the, the artists and sculptors, not even the Age of Sigma stuff that's in the in those images, which is like the big gigantic thing at the bottom there, is ruining my hard on for this. Um, yeah, it's so fucking gorgeous. No, seriously though, the that looks that hammer looks like it could just take a, a golf club swing at somebody's head and punt them there yeah, over the field. I like that they reused the. Uh, thinking from uh, how they did the force weapon for the Blood Angels Dreadnought. You mean the in integrally built into the hand? And it, that it, it looks like it can actually move up and down the shaft. Yeah, so it actually looks legit, basically. Like, yeah, so, like it's got a so we don't have to move backwards or forwards just to uh, adapt his strike. Yeah, which is very, very cool. Um, All right, well, b before this turned into like a sex call, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Chris? <laughs> anyway, okay, back on track. That might or might not have been intentional. <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah, so we'll have a fest. Okay, so we've got we've talked about the Praetor with the combi weapon. We've talked about the Iron Circle. They're bringing out the Crusade imperialis army list which if i remember rightly is the um solar auxilia the cults and militia and the knights houses is that right i'm guessing and all their updates all their updates all, all sort of jammed into one um they've got the uh, legion specific dice sets for um the sons of horus the death guard emperor's children and i can't tell. Is that meant to be Alpha Legion? I can't tell what that one is. That's Alpha Legion because it's the turquoisey blue, which which are pretty cool. I think they they 
Whoops. And it got the three-headed serpent on the yeah, well, six. Dude, I, I'm sat far back from my screen and my, my sh- I have my sh- close work glasses on. Shut up. Stop, stop, you know, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, but uh, apparently they're, they're, they're only doing, I think it's like packs of 10, 10 or 15, but they're going to be quite expensive. But I think they'd be pretty cool to have, you know, and they've listened They've listened. They do not have the, the chapter symbol or whatever, or the legion symbol on the one. It is on the six <laughs> for everybody. So yeah, that's a that's a really good thing. Yeah, so it might not all go completely tits up and start to uh, end up hating your legion symbol. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then the well for Chris the the Ursarax. Yeah. What do you think They're... about them? Actually, they look quite similar to how I had imagined them when I first read when I read about them. And then the, we saw the gray preview on the from the weekender yeah. in February. But they look really really cool, and I've heard people say that look a bit odd with the visor instead of the one that the Thalaks have. Mm. But I really like these. Is that is that enough to differ to make them different enough, or would you maybe go in and put the um, the Thalax helm on there just to make them tie in together? Uh they're not uh, really designed. Fluffwise, not really designed by the same person, so they should have differences. I think. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I like them. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I like them too. I like them too. Like it, it gives them the right. Variation. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the huge uh, turbine jump pack. <laughs> that is very cool. That is very not subtle. It's yes, yes, we fly. And to make it happen, we have the most gigantic goddamn engine strapped to our back. Yeah. Considering well, they, they probably weigh a fuckload, so. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, need a they're... powerful engine. Yeah, yeah definitely definitely cool so yeah that's uh, that's a very nice piece of uh, kit that's coming out and there are uh, what is it there's an update to the um, the warlord I mean should anyone be lucky enough to actually own one or potentially be in with w- the chance of winning one should you buy a ticket to Freddy's raffle which we'll talk about later um, there's the plasma annihilator the Something or uh, Arik, uh, power claw and a new head variant out as well. And the Lucius Alpha. Lucius Alpha, that's the one. Thank you. Thank you very much. And last but not least, the Sokar Pattern Stormbird. Oh yeah. Uh, I want one of these. Dear Christ, yes. Wait, if you so don't uh, spend uh, unnecessary money on Solar Exilia armies, you could use the. By Stormbirds, hey, said. Uh, hey, you, we don't know that's Freddy. That could have been any crazy Swede <laughs> who did that. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's easier to accuse than admit. Don't, don't judge me. J'accuse. J'accuse. Sacre bleu. Anyway, anyway. Wait, not that. That was my limited French. <laughs> that's, that's more than my limited French, so my limited French is even more limited. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but no, that Sokar Pattern Stormbird looks just freaking oh, awesome. And then we have uh, the companion to Nathaniel Garrow. 
Last oh, one. Oh yes, Tylus Rubio. I don't know. This is one of the few models that's got me going. I don't know, and I think it's because of the base. Yes. I and I would like to see more pictures of it before I make up my mind on that one. Yeah, I mean, I like the fact that we've got. He's got his Gladius as a force weapon. Very nice. He's got that uh, Librarius look with the psychic hood and the old. Uh, not Codicia, with the markings. Uh, the skull with the horns on there and he his armor actually for me don't know what anybody else thinks his armor i think looks better than the job they did on nathaniel garrow yeah because they don't have that uh, huge well, eagle on this chest that's just a bit too much yeah it looks it looks more like a knight errant yeah i think yeah. i think the color the the brightness of garrows was just too much this one looks a lot more um i don't know tone tones correctly the right tone but he just looks out of place on a gigantic fucking display um base i uh, i listened to the loaded dice podcast earlier today the latest episode and uh, they had a theory that uh, that they, they might be doing a huge uh, huge diorama base for all of them at the end well that's kind of cool because it kind of looks like that uh, with uh, the bases on the two. Oh, hang on, yeah, they've got Galv. He's got Galvor back on there as well, hasn't he? So I might do a dual base or something, or triple base. Yeah, maybe it's all going to tie into the Siege of Terror or something. Who knows? Uh, or if people keep mentioning it, they maybe will do it as an afterthought. <laughs> the power of persuasion. Do it! Do it now! <laughs> Well, do the whole, you mean the Pathfinders? Yeah, the the A-team in space. As uh, oh, actually, J- JP keeps talking about on the uh, on the Age of Darkness. <laughs> actually, if they do like a massive diorama, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I think it would, actually. I kind of like the one they did for the limited edition Gothic and Felix models that were released about 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with all the... Fuck, that was awesome. Why didn't I buy it? I bought mine, and then I lost them. No! I had, had all of them. Oh, man. I am slightly, slightly considering buying the last Ulrika model I have found, because she's still available in the shop in this town. That would be totally worth it. Yeah. That would be totally, totally worth it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'd love to see the diorama. I won't lie, I'd love to see a big diorama base. I'd love to see them do something like that for the Primarchs, but I know that they're they're not in the they're, they don't seem to have had that in mind with the way the Primarchs bases are, are coming out. Because I mean, but well, they're not really because they're never together in one spot at the same time, kind of like that. It would be the, nice to have like a, a Ulanor parade park. Primark series or some shit. The one from the front of the cover of the book, which is yeah. the Primark book. Yeah. But they're all standing sweet. on the ledge. All standing on the ledge, and one of them, wasn't one of them calling Lorgar a bitch at some point or some something along those lines. Yeah. Well, they're not all standing there. Only the but they, but, but they are. But they, but they are all calling him a bitch. Yeah, that's not surprising. He because he was a bit a whiny bitch. So. Yeah, that, that's there for uh, all you lovely um, turd bearer slayers, you know, Logar, pre and post, uh, post, you know, juicing, most definitely a whiny bitch. Um, 
Do you know what I'd love to see them do? Honest <laughs> to God, I'd love to see the go. I'd love to see Forge World put out a uh, Ascended Primarchs. Um, first of all, the rules for them would be pretty cool, and the the models as well. Because I'd love to see Fulgrim. I'd love to see Angron sculpted Nick up. Fulgrim. In their uh, yeah, in uh, in their um, uh, post elevated yeah. um, setups. I think that would be so cool to see. Well, once they do Terra, they have to. So yeah. Well, they could get away with doing. Um, they could they could easily do Fulgrim first because already because uh, you know. Uh, depending on where the timeline is, he's he's before Terra. He's ascended. So's Angron. If you think about it, basically. So it'll be kind of cool to see those guys properly mm. up and running in that way. Uh, who knows? Yeah. They might do. Yeah, they might do them uh, drab, drips and drabs, or they do all of them in one go. Yeah. Because they they have to do ascended Horus as well if they got to do the Emperor. So yeah, definitely. Then that oh that would be a very cool set to see. Those two. And I'm 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 just looking at Golden Demon, well not Golden Demon, you know that uh, the one we talked about last episode. Yeah. How how cool would it be if the two of them were on like kind of a display board? Sort of thing, the inside of the vengeful, vengeful turret on the bridge that would there. That be beyond uh. fucking epic, in my mind. Would probably be war, warlord uh, money price, <laughs> that whole display thingy. But yeah, it would look awesome. Bring it. <laughs> should that should that could be complete with uh, a dead sanguinius on the base of Horus? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's right. So it has sure. to be display base. Two two halves of sanguinius to connect to hold them together. <laughs> that'll be so much fun uh, but yeah I mean, I, I'm, I'm loving where they're going with the stuff that they're doing and uh, I look forward to seeing more of it uh, there's only who's left to release there's Khan there's uh, the Lion there's uh, Sanguinius there is Ross, Magnus the Red Magnus, there's at least five still to go. Dawn. Pardon? <coughs> oh, Alpharius. Alpharius. Did you say Bjorn? Dorn. Dorn. Yeah. Dorn. Yeah, Dorn. So they've still got about six or seven to actually release, which is pretty cool. If not a few, if not more, maybe. But uh, I, you know, I, like I was saying, I'd love to see them uh, actually release a model for Bjorn, the fell-handed. But he's not that big a deal yet in this story. He is a big part of Prospero, though. Or yeah. at least he has... Maybe it's his legend. He has presence. Yeah, he has presence there. Maybe it's his legend than anything else. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think that would be pretty cool. There are a lot of characters that they could release, really. Yeah, they really could. To be yeah. fair, little little horrors, the half head, yeah. so. get the get a full okay. Mornival up and running. You know, they could just keep churning out. I mean, I I'm I won't lie. I'm hoping that when they do finally do Terra, they uh, they take a breath and then they go they go into the scouring or 
Thunder Warriors and Unification Wars. Either back, back, back or forth yeah, in time. Basically. So you you don't want to play the little tra- trapped Iron Warriors play on the Imperial Fist? Oh yeah, that... well that's what I mean. It's you know I'm gonna literally Terra's done. Everybody's running. Right, let's start there, and then then go through the scouring and um, go from there. Because yeah, I would actually love to have rules for Iron Warriors versus Imperial Fist doing the Iron Cage. And seeing who, which Imperial Fist players, I, I think my buddy Lex would have the balls to do it. But see how many other um, Imperial Fist players would have the balls to step up and play that game. <laughs> so yeah, but there's 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 actually a lot coming out this weekend with uh, with Warhammer Fest. Then, so I mean, we've got some very cool stuff to look forward to, and hopefully start seeing come up and up and. Uh, painted online so yep. I'm, lo- I'm looking yeah, forward to see fuck loads of stuff it's going to be very 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 cool I think uh, why can I not buy a copy of the masterclass book because I already have one Freddy bought you it could first. just come here and uh, borrow mine yeah yeah that's <laughs> kind of my plan in October yeah <laughs> This, 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 it's uh, really close by. It's not like well, there's seven hours yeah, or so by train. If you take the slow train, <laughs> just, just around yeah, the totally. corner. Yeah, totally. I'll hop in the car tonight. I'll be there in the morning. It's, it's just kind of odd because it, it, I checked and for going to Avarii, and it would take about seven hours down from here mm. by train. But if I'm going to, well, about about twice as far north. It, it takes 10 hours. <laughs> so if you go to, like, Umeå or... Well, there's a really easy north... reason, reason for that, is that they take they take the brakes off and go as fast as they can because they don't want to get caught. Yeah, it's more like, that's that true. That is literally more like Banjo Country than anything. And you don't really have to train three or four times because I live in a town that's not on the main lines. Oh. Main train lines. At the end of the day, that's uh, that's you kind of got to live with that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah no, I get you. I get you. But no, no sacrifice is too big Never. for heresy. Never. Always, always be willing to sacrifice for heresy in a game of heresy. You know, mm. what are roommates and wives and kids and you know, all of that compared to a, a game of heresy? Work, work. Uh, paying bills. Yeah. 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 <coughs> it all bleeds the... in comparison to the power of the resin. This is true. We can really hear that on your cough. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that 40 to 50 a day smoking habit cough you've got there from all that resin dust. Uh, well, maybe so... I should go, maybe go should... to a more ventilated room. Cool. Or use a dust mask. Ah, that's for girls. <laughs> yeah, and it would make really great podcasting as well if you're wearing a dust mask. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we move on yeah, from we, our... We, we can yeah. move on. Um, so, yeah, where, where are we moving on to? We're moving on to the... Let's have a look. We've got the hosts list. 
a weird list idea. Something we're going to try and do. We, we started last week, uh, which was actually towards the end of the podcast. <coughs> uh, there's the cough there. Um, which basically means yep. one, one of us is, each week, one of us is going to come up with a list, either serious or for a bit of fun, to see what the others think and how maybe we can make it work on the tabletop. Uh, Freddie, last week, if you've listened to the episode, went with his Fury of the Ancients, um, World Eaters, fist punching, you know, fist fun party of pain basically it's all yeah, about the fisting yeah, it's all about the fisting and that basically there is no included lube in this one so this is this is just all dry fisting um for the opponent exactly at least. Well. the way we like it <laughs> and even even worse or better depending on you see it chain, chain fisting, fisting. Oh, yeah because yeah, that'll tickle that oh. little bit extra um so yes yeah. if you can't if you can't reach the g-spot you know just just add them. Yeah, an extra. <laughs> yeah. You just just cut a bigger one. Um, anyway, before we get thrown off the air for that, um, yeah. So let's let's go on to the the list that I've sort of got in mind. I've got to find it now. Uh, so I'm just going to quickly have a look on the on my where the hell is it? Uh, God damn it! It's in my um, lists on Battlescribe. There we are. Um, so, for me, being an Iron Warriors player, um, I've got my planned 3,000 points list for Scandus, and then I plan to add probably another 1,000 points on top of that with Perturabo and maybe the Tormentor, I'm not sure, but um, seeing some, what else I can put on there, maybe some... Uh, I'm kind of tempted with Assault Marines, actually. I don't know how viable that is, but um, sort of like if we can take them without jet, uh, jump packs and make them just come out of a, a Spartan or an Assault Vehicle at full tilt, that would be kind of fun. Um, so, yeah, basically I've got a plan for my uh, Iron Warriors, but I wanted to do something a little different and give them a... Um, an option, a support option, and I was looking at uh, what would work for them. So I've gone for a cult militia list um, because <laughs> my thinking is, uh, well, the, the fluff behind the Iron Warriors is what drew me in the first place. So we've got the uh, the sort of battlefront grinders, very much. Um, trench warfare kind of thing which is what I'm going for and there is a bit of fluff for the Iron Warriors which I cannot think of which is basically like the the, the telling that um, each grand company has uh, at least one fairly big elite unit that they can uh, or they call on to like do forlorn hopes and breaching breaching the walls and that's kind of what I'm going with so I want something that will complement that and my thought was sort of from the trenching aspect uh, I sort of got the mental impression of World War One very much so and, and to some degree World War Two as well and I thought well I really like the sort of British military look 
And thanks to Christopher's suggestions, uh, we've got the uh, Tempestus Scion um, big pack of their heads with the berets on. And I'm going to have a look, I think, at um, not Victoria Miniatures, but there was another company I found which do 28mm um, uh, scale um, British or American or German troops, World War II troops. Uh, so I kind of got this idea together and thought, right, that can be the main visual link thing with the um, the Colts Militia list. And then I had to put something down on paper. So here's what I've sort of come up with to start off with. And I'm not I'm not sure how effective this is, and if anybody's got a plan, please or got something better, please tell me. Um, but going with starting off with a force commander, going to put him in power armor. Um, but I really like the Solar Auxilia um, commander model that they've, they released a little while ago. So I might try and purpose that over. Um, he's going to have an Iron Halo, Cyber Familiar, so he gets a 3-up Invulnerable. Digital Lasers, uh, Melter Bombs, Planetary Overlord, so he gets some cool benefits from that. And then, uh, you know, uh, Melter Bombs, Muscle Grab a Single Weapon, I've said that. Uh, power weapon and they're going to give him a needle pistol because it just looks like a bit of fun gives me a chance to have some sort of exotic weapon on his um, on, the, on him somewhere then there's um, I've gone for a uh, platoon command cadre so that's the um, seven militia bodyguards and a platoon commander I've, gone, I've maxed it out as far as I can, I can. And I've given them bolt guns, and I'll explain why in a second. They've all got carapace, uh, carapace armor, and the unit's been upgraded with advanced weapons, which is what comes in the Force Commander's um, options in the uh, provinces. So what I've done for the overall theme is I've gone for Alchem Jackers, mainly for the sort of fearless aspect of it the we're not going to retreat never never give up never surrender kind of thing because these guys have been with the iron warriors so long that they know they're going to get thrown into the grinder and they're not scared of it anymore and it's a case of we will go yeah. ahead and do this um well it works hand in hand with the perturabo giving the iron yeah. Warriors stubborn so it's kind of you know they are stubborn yeah, so too that, that could be a nice sort of battlefield synergy there um, and then obviously there's the uh, friend zone or fray zone um, combat boost which will come up a little bit later on when I go through the list and then the last one is survivors of the dark age so they get some uh, very cool bonuses like the option for advanced weaponry uh, which adds a plus one to the strength of the weapon so right away when I say like the command plat uh, platoon um, command cadre have bolt guns and they have advanced weaponry if I've read it right that means they have uh, strength 5 bolt guns which I think is pretty dirty if you get them in large and a rapid fire weapon so I think that's a, a pretty tasty little complication there um, troops, two bar, two times max size, uh, seven, 18 men grenadier squads, 
Um, all armed bolt guns, again with the um, advanced weapon upgrade, so plus one strength. Uh, Vexillas, um, plasma guns, because I, I still love the meme with the uh, the guardsman and the pl uh, covering his face with it and the plasma gun being pointed the other way. Um, and that just went, <laughs> I have to have that. Um, and then the sergeants, power weapon, blast pistol, melter bombs. So both squads identical. The loss selection in troops is five militia fire teams, uh, mortars, assault can uh, auto cannons, las cannons. You know, a good mix of everything in there. Um, so that's the troop section. So so far, going for a high tech, um, elite fighting unit that's uh, used to running with the Iron Warriors. Um, and. Doing, doing drugs, drugs on the mainly for the whole, you know, the, it's more of a subtle, in my mind, more of a subtle um, influence, or you know, rather than gigantic tubes sticking out with or with uh, freaking huge injectors in them, it's more um, subtle sort of pipelines, or um, they're given even if they're just given pills or a shot before the beginning of each fight, you know, each battle kind yeah. of thing. So they're, they're they're more like cocaine users, not really. Yeah, crack it's more cocaine. more cocaine, slightly more refined, more more sophisticated, easier to apply. Um, has the same sort of hit effect, but uh, yeah, but a bit more upper class, I guess. And um, uh, and to be fair, it could just be like subcutaneous dispensers yeah, as well. Where is that? They are planted. Very much so, so that kind of that's the sort of HQ options and the troop selection so far. Um, and then it goes on to the elite section, and this is really where I'm, I want to have a lot of fun, modelling-wise, as much as anything else. So I've gone for a Medicaid attachment because I want the Medicaid orderlies in with those squads. For um, oh, well, I want as much feel no pain as I can get in there as well in the army list. Um, so that's the first option. The second one is an Oxia Ogrim Brute Squad. And going five Ogrim Brutes, Carapace Armor, um, Power Weapons, Friend Zone Dispensers. Yeah, basically going in there to <laughs> punch somebody so, as hard as possible in the face. Um, which my Iron Warriors have. You know, I've got I've got tyrants. I do have some spare cataphractide terminators that I can put up, but I just like the idea of a giant beat stick unit that is multi wound. You know, relatively decent toughness. I mean, I don't know if they're the same sort of setup as Thalax or Castellans, but they're um, strength five, toughness five, three wounds, three attacks. Not bad, you know, when you, you're running that in a five-man squad. Pretty solid. And then the last one, which will cost me that uh, Road Trader plastic, uh, or Road, Tra Road Trader Land Raider I've got for you, Freddy, is um, yep. three Lehman Russ Battle Tanks. Uh, one's a Lehman Russ Annihilator. And then two are <laughs> the... Uh, Bog standard Lehman Russes with heavy bolters and multi lasers on their hulls and the battle cannons. So 
all in all it's, i'm really trying to aim it towards supporting my iron warriors rather than so much being its own force um i'd much rather have like a small you know this is just shy of 2000 points maybe a sort of like 3000 game have a, a slightly more elite or slightly elite unit um or units for the iron warriors um sort of commanding maybe this 2000 points kind of feel so that's that's kind of that's the list where it stands right now and i, I want your guys opinion on you know what i've talked about with fluff does the selection seem like it might do something or should i be rethinking it or is there something i'm missing uh i like it uh i used to have uh what's the delivery system for well, the, the thing. i don't have one at the moment um they're mm. not yeah that's they're not uh... battle brothers but they're sort of trusted allies so i think and i'm getting a bit tired now so i'm not sure about the um the whole transport thing but worst case i was thinking i could put them in the spartan and my my iron warriors have a spartan i could deliver them that way or i go fuck it and go up to two and a half thousand points and put in a gorgon heavy transporter yeah. Well, we have to ask the librarians. Can you put them in this button? Um, I want to see if I can find an ally chart. So I know it's not. I know it's not the best version because they're not sworn battle brothers. But I think it's. An, they are yeah, fellow, fellow warriors. warriors. Next, not not trusted allies. Fellow warriors. So I think you can. And if not, then I think I really have to swallow it and go, right, I'm going to need a Gorgon transporter. Yeah, because they're, they're going to take like a fucking demolisher cannon to the face. And then yeah, there fucked. is that. Which sucks, giant donkey uh, dick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, it says... Uh, Sorry, Chris, Carl. It, uh, um, actually, under Sworn Brothers, it says not even Sworn Brothers can embark in allied transport vehicles. Fair enough, then, no. So, and they can't uh, be... Affected by any warlord traits, though, if they're fellow okay, warriors. So it sounds That's like I have to put my hands up in the air and say, fuck it, I need a delivery system, which is probably going to be... Just build a Gorgon. Just build a Gorgon. It's all then, about the Gorgons. Then you can put uh, most of the army in the Gorgon as well. Fair enough. We can definitely have a look at that as an option. I think I think that's the best option as far as the delivery system is concerned. Uh, my, my other thing, yeah. like, I like the list, but... Uh, what about artillery? As Iron Warriors, is yeah, a lot well, about that's why I was going with the mortars. The mortar sort. Of, I want to run five mortars basically, um, yeah. and have them have them pounding from a distance. Change something up in the list to bring in some more artillery. I don't. I don't know. I mean, they've got the Lehman Rust battle tanks as well. So yeah, they're cool. I don't know where to find the extra artillery really to go in there but then again my, my um, Iron Warriors list does have a fair amount of artillery in it so if it's needed or is it more of a compliment not to have that there mm. well I think either, either you go uh, artillery park or you don't at all and then you used to go Operation Human Shield like the first wave before the Iron Warriors you used to yeah. test the defenses then I think the whole Gorgon with the audience in there the kind of tanks that are focused on assault and then all the infantry kind of being the human yeah. wave because uh, I, I remember from Talon and stuff and how they used uh, or in other like even in the Istvan campaign and stuff how they used the uh, human auxiliaries to move them forward and they just 
pinpoint different defenses of the yeah. the loyalists. So that and would it's, be perfect. Uh, it's quite a good uh, good tackle to test the uh, defenses by diversion diversionary tactics. Just send the humans this way and uh, the starters can go the other way. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Or tie up uh, def- defenders while uh, their starters bring the guns to bear. Yeah, bear. that would make sense. That would make sense, I guess. I have to have a look at the the options, uh, the best options to do that. I mean, I did look at inductive levies, and I thought about maybe putting an inductive, uh, uh, like I think it's like maximum like fifty guys in an inductive levy squad, and just having one gigantic wall to sort of go over the top with whatever weapons they can carry from their trenches, kind of job. But <laughs> the sheer fucking volume well, I, of painting that I, scared the shit out of me to start with. No, but I, I think that you did the right thing because the Iron Warriors don't seem to have, like, they don't seem to be the legion that would use inducted levies. They will need, like, some sort of more sophisticated fighting yeah. force. Unlike the, you know, Iron Warriors and, no, I mean, the world leaders, whatever they wish. Or the word bearer, bearer cult hordes, the ba- yeah. or the Emperor's Children's cult hordes they use on, uh, just to bring out to announce their arrival in Angel Exterminatus in the beginning. Yeah. Get us, we got words. Humans. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. So so I think they, they would actually have like a proper yeah. armored force, but they would still use it like with disregard. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's why they drug them as well. So they don't really get that much thinking done yeah. to speak. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. Um yeah, I think I think I think going up to two thousand five hundred Taking the Gorgon Heavy Transporter, maybe playing around with the troops' choices might give a bit more flexibility and some options there. Um, I mean, I was sorely tempted to um, go absolutely batshit crazy with the, um, uh, what you call it, with the... Um, no, not the levies, actually the Lehman Rosses. And go for almost a, <laughs> an armoured division. Um, kind of feel. You know full well that uh, mere mortals can't do armored divisions properly. Yeah, but they are supported by the Iron Warriors, who very much know how to do that. They are also mere mortals in this case. <sighs> Shut up, you robo, you robo monkey wrenches, you. <laughs> You're just Jacaro that haven't put their fur coats on. We are the ones that turn into the Jokero yeah, later on. When you get a fur jacket. So you're probably so yeah, so you're probably right. No, I, I like the like the, the basis around it is uh, oh. I like it. The the idea behind it, I like it. And I like and, and the thing is that keeping it away once again with the levies and stuff, because the Iron Wars would never use uh, levies as a diversion because Normal space marines will know that that's a diversion, but if they have like proper, you know, equipped soldiers, it would actually kind of tempt them to do a, take the attack yeah. seriously. It's kind of more a calculated diversion yeah. that might not, may or may not be a diversion. Yeah, I get the feeling that, that it has to have some sort of point to it. You know, that they're 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 not yeah. as much as they say, you know, or, or used to say that they're the. Uh, Iron Warriors are the meat grinders, and you know, off you go into the into the mouth of mouth of the guns. I just I get the feeling that if they go the, the the sort of the elite Iron Warriors are going to be much more 
specific about how they target what they're doing. So yeah, I think that if if they did have some sort of support force, it would have a purpose, even if it is a calculated feint or a flanking maneuver that's probably going to see them run into every gun the enemy has. There's still calculation behind it. Mm. Recon yeah. by force. Basically. Um, and I thought, you know, if nothing else, one, one idea I had as a, a sort of an ally option with this force would be very themey, would be to take. Um, and Chris, you're going to have to remind me is it the saboteur or the vigilator? Thank you. Vigilator. The vigilator console. What are his Alpha Legion? Alpha Legion. Yeah, take this. Take the vigilator plus a recon squad or a couple of recon squads, and have them in as an ally with uh, the theme play of them basically um, scouting a location for an assault, and then you know they're riding with this armored, armored elite column of mere mortals to. Um, well, they they. They'll just be hanging on an OP marking targets while they open a fire against the, yeah. against the poor, yeah. poor humans. So the next time when the Iron Warriors rock up, they have can pinpoint artillery accuracy on defensive positions yeah. and so on. Which I think will work well with uh, some of the new rights of war for the Iron Warriors anyway. The the whole Iron Fire yep. thing. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think the delivery system is something that needs to be worked on. Um, but... I think I think overall it's got the it sort of has the theme the feel to it. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Just need to yeah. fine tune it because not everyone can't just be foot slogging. No. Probably not. I don't. Know. Maybe we'll see. Two gorgons? Too much? Um, no. Not if, if you play it, Death Corps. Well, maybe this is the pre pre Death Corp army. Maybe this is where they come from. I don't know. They come from a civil war where they nuke the planet to kill the enemy. I can recon shit. Don't don't, don't mess with me, man. On the other hand, this uh, army list could easily be scaled for some Mortalis games as well, if you want to play Militia. Yeah, just put the Gorgons in front. Not the Gorgons, the (laughs) Ogrins in front. Put the Gorgons in Zone Mortalis. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's going to make me so many friends. Oh, that that's uh, that, that reminds me. What about uh, Sentinels? They could be used in some Mortalis, right? Te- Base size wise. Yeah. They're the same I guess as uh, Dreadnoughts. Their armor values, their total some armor values as well, something like that. That might be that. Something like that. No, 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 no. no, no. Cool. No. Then yeah, Sentinels could be fun. Then you could just uh, build a horde of Sentinels to run around with inside a ship. Oh, I have to think of that now. Since you can well, use them for yeah, do, don't you remember those uh, lifter sentinels? Ooh. The one with the claws, like kind of Alien 2 yeah. style? That yeah. they used to, do they still sell them? Give me a moment and I'll check. Well, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll talk. Well, the one thing that really got me interested with these guys, with that whole sort of British World War II, um, World War One, World War Two theme, was... Um, adding sort of a, a small steampunk element to it um, because I've got the Man of War uh, Kovnik model uh, a couple of those from um, 
the War Machine guys um, from Kador, and I was thinking of taking them and then taking like the Ogryn arms or Ogre arms and adding them on the outside, so you've got like a, a jacked up dude in a steampunk armor suit, and his um, he's he's the counts as Ogryn uh, brute for my for my force. So that's that was yep. an option of what I was thinking about as well because I've got the models here. I had been planning to turn them into servitors for a uh, what's well, not servitors? What are they called? Um, no, Ogrins. I think I was going to use them as Ogrins as well in um, a Witch Hunters 40k list. But um, yeah, ah. this looks like a much better, much better way of doing it, of using those models and trying to have a yeah. play with that. Just a quickie, the, going back to the Sentinels, the only Sentinels left on uh, Fortwell that I can find is the Elysian Drop Sentinel and the Rocket Launcher Sentinel. And the Drop Sentinel, the compact one. Well, nothing's impossible with a decent, decent set of clippers and some imagination, I guess. You could build most of the lifter claws from yeah. Spruce, basically. Think of something. But you think overall the, the list kind of works and could be quite useful? Yeah, with yeah. The, some of the modifications that we have talked about during the last minute, last cool. minutes, with uh, maybe the addition of uh, mm. transports. Have a look at that. I mean, the, I think the, grenade, the yeah. grenadiers can take rhinos, I think, but then that means cutting them down to like a a ten man squad instead of ten the max guys. Well, you're well, yeah. Regardless of what you do, the the main thing is the. The Ogrins needs to ride yeah. somewhere. Preferably in a assault transport, but everything else is just, you know, it's, in, it's supporting yeah. the Ogrins <laughs> to get into combat. It's too bad they can't take Crassus armored assault transports, right? Yeah, or, um, <laughs> which is the Charybdis, the Charybdis assault drop, uh, drop pods, whatever it is. That would be <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah. well, go those of you listening, have a have a think about what I've said as far as the army and the feedback the guys have given. And if you've got any thoughts towards this, if you're like our guest coming up, Oscar, who actually plays uh, Colts Militia or um, uh, Solar Rillier, and you've got some suggestions that you can make to this list, give me a shout. Drop us an email at the Heresy at gmail.com and we'll have a look at what's there. So I think that's kind of wrapping up the opening sort of the uh, intro to the the podcast this week as far as I can tell guys anybody wanted to add anything? Yep. I don't really cool. think so it then what should I'll be do... all I'm a sexy motherfucker well, I always appreciate that <laughs> so what I'll do now is I'll, I'll play us out they give us a bit of a musical interlude and when we come back we'll be talking with uh, Freddie and our guest Oscar Huelval um about Lincoln and also getting to understand the uh, very powerful Malmo scene here in South Sweden and get to understand their matter and what's going on there. So we will be right back. <laughs> Over 
as far as the eye can see. Sand fills the vast plains of Circland, its vultures jeering at me. But they can circle until they drop dead. I have not come this far to end, but to pursue my own thread to join the Varangi and Virtual studio, we've got Oscar Cholval. Did I get it close yeah. enough? Close enough. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't screw it up for, for badly, too too much badly for once. Um, and Oscar is one of the uh, big players, big faces in the Malmo uh, 30k heresy scene. Um, you guys are rocking out a spellhouse, uh, spellhouse most of the time. Am I right? 
Yeah, uh, it's back and forth between Spencer's and Player Take It, but it's uh-huh. yeah, it's it's between those places. It's between those places, and for anybody outside of um, outside of Malmo who has no clue what we're talking about, uh, Player Take It is the sort of friendly local gaming store um, in in uh, the centre of Malmo, and Spencer's is I don't know what's the best way of describing it, especially to those who are outside of the country don't get the it's, whole. Like a a locale for uh, all kinds of gaming, from magic to models to uh, <coughs> cosplay, and it's uh, sponsored by the state. So uh, we don't pay any rent to be there. So and they provide the space, and we just come and game. So it's, it's it thumbs up for that arrangement. It's almost it's a cooler version of your parents' basement, basically. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> and I mean that in the best possible way before anybody starts worrying about what I mean. Um, <laughs> so uh, tell us a bit about yourself, man. I mean, let's let's introduce you to everybody uh, who's listening and just sort of give yourself, give us a heads up about you. Your, what do you play in the heresy? What got you into the heresy? That sort of stuff. Yeah, my as I said, my name is Oscar Huerval and I play uh, for uh, being one of the rarities. I play militia. So uh, I have a lot of guys. On the field, last game. A lot of guys. Yeah, 2,500 points, approximately 139 models. Uh, so um, what got him me into 30k was that I had these awesome-looking Austrian Napoleonic soldiers at home, which I was like, I want to paint these guys, but I can paint them if I can game with them. And then I read through the 30k fluff and for militia, and it said that well. They could be anything. Guys with crossbows, guys in bearskins, anything up to like high tech militia guys. So, so yeah. <laughs> so it was the, like the fluff that got me into it. Very cool. Very, very yeah. cool. And I played like 40k in fantasy and other games for like 20 years, some, something like that. So, so the rules were like, yeah, it's fine. It's just 40k rules, but it's different. So, but it's, uh, and I love, uh, like, it's a big games. It's really yeah. awesome that you have a lot of guys on the fields and super heavy tanks and prime arcs and God knows what, and it's awesome. It gives me the real, like, the old illustrations of 40K universe with the, like, mass battles. Yeah. So, and all that you can have uh, in militia squads of 20-plus guys and not just 10. 10 guys, uh, militia squad is not a squad. At least 20. Ten, ten militia guys is kind of like uh, like a napkin. It's gonna you're gonna use it to mop up a mess or soak up whatever gets thrown at it. And yeah, throw it in the bin five minutes later. Yeah, that's nothing. At least twenty guys, at least. So, uh, so I get, yeah, I get, the, I get the feeling Operation Human Shield is is kind of a, a running theme with most militia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on now that was the theme in all the games. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Pretty cool. But we'll, we'll kind of get on to link on in a little bit because that's why we've got you on here to uh, have a chat and sort of do an after-action report with uh, Freddie as well. Yep. And uh, we'll, we'll try and keep that. Nah, what the hell? No, no, no limits. No breaks. There's no <laughs> breaks on this crazy train. There's we'll no limits. The, no. But Don't you forgot. You there. forgot the the most important question. Which one's that? Why Why 30k? Yeah. Why 30k? That's because of yes, yeah, I said the fluff because it's you can have like these big squads and it's like super heavy tanks and 
all kind of crazy. And I love Horde armies. I played Imperial Guard in 40k, but it didn't kind of suit me because I played my infantry army. It was good, but it didn't really feel like a true infantry army. I needed, like, more. <laughs> and 30k gave me that option. And then I played it, and it was actually more fun than 40k, so snagged me up. <coughs> nice. Very nice. Well, I was going to say, the, you guys don't... The, the Colts Militia really don't have access to the the Primarchs as such, you know, the big, iconic... No. Post-human characters, but you get some pretty sweet stuff. Yeah. You know, my, my toughest guy... Is my mm-hmm. my uh, force commander? He is strength three, toughness three. So I give him a power fist for strength six. So he's kind of heavy hitter, <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> he but, might, yeah, he might be able to punch a space marine, but the the uh, uh, what is it? A mark just might look at him and go, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, no, nah, no. I have a, <laughs> a a lot of cool, cool stuff. Otherwise, it's as I said, it's um, rolling dice. When a space marine character, like a space marine army, gets uh, 10 shots, I get 50. So uh, mine are worse, but still, I will hit more, and I will kill more. You were literally, it literally is about throwing lead downfield, isn't it? That's what it sounds mm. like. Attrition. Attrition all the way. And the one thing, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it. Uh, I talked about it earlier on um, with the uh, the list I'm talking, I've been talking about. But one thing that interests me, the Colts and Militia, is the sort of just like the solar auxilia which is the um super heavy tanks yeah because those things they're, they're not even small they are freaking yeah it, it's great i just uh, now played three games with my i bought the forge world storm hammer storm hammer so i play with that on uh, lincoln and it performs really really well uh, especially the twilling battle cannon <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> my last yeah, my last opponent can uh, <laughs> confirm that, killing his 10-man uh, Devastator squad in, like, two shots. So, Ouch. Yeah, and I have a Baneblade uh, just waiting, <laughs> a regular one, so... Not so. bad, not bad huh? at all. That's that's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. But you're talking to a guy who's going to be rolling Typhon out at some point as well in the future, so I, I feel you. I feel you on that one. That's very, very cool. So being a uh, being a big part of the Malmo scene, we've got uh, Chris and and Freddie who are sort of the uh, sort of northern Stockholm area guys. What's what's the Malmo scene like? I mean, what's what what's being run down there? I mean, is it like heavily loyalist, heavily traitor? Do people rock out with their Primarchs out, or is it um, all about the armor? You know, what's what's the meta sort of looking like at the moment down there in Malmo? Uh, down in the, Malmo, down there. It's like I'm ten minutes yeah, away. down there, down south. <laughs> I'm like no, 10 it's... minutes away from you guys. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, just uh, no scientific, but I think it's uh, um, traders dominating the field. We know we have Kala with his uh, death guards, uh, world eaters, and then yeah. we have, uh, I don't know, Thomas with his iron warriors. And But actually, no, no, sorry. I think it's actually uh, even fielded because we have white scars and we have iron hands and then we have mech. Well, Oscar, the other Oscar, he has like six armies or something, so he doesn't count. Uh, he has all around. He has everything from ultramarines to uh, world bearers. So, uh, no, I think so, it's so, kind of... So we just don't count him, you know, when it comes yeah. to balance. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's kind of even, actually. 
between the loyalists and traders, and then we have like me and the guys playing mech in between. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think it's fairly even. People just chose what they feel like. I love this scheme of painting and these kind of this kind of army. I think it's people gone for that. Yeah. So. I mean, are you uh, seeing anything? What's kind of interesting I mean, for me because I will at some point evidently drag my. I said this last time. Drag the thing, my finger out of my ass and get down and pl start playing some games. But um, I, I'm just kind of interested in what the uh, what the on the tabletop stuff is. I mean, are we, do you guys sort of? I mean, you've got the the super heavy. I mean, do people roll that sort of size out? Are we playing sort of like two thousand, three thousand point games, or are people really sort of rocking up from the fifteen hundred level at the moment? There's a lot of Spartans going around, I think, but uh, otherwise, uh, super heavies. It's um, it's using the knights because the most games I've seen so far has been around two thousand, two thousand five hundred, and yeah. then it's maybe. Uh, I know uh, the guy who plays uh, Iron War, uh, Iron Hands. He uses this super heavy. I forget the word. Mm -hmm. uh, the space mirror. One. The, the, the blade. Smooth, yeah, the smooth surfaces. He used that one, but otherwise, I've seen no uh, super heavies. Otherwise, okay, fair uh, enough. Well, so, but it's coming. It's coming. When one yeah. starts, the rest follows. Oh yeah, it's all about, it's all about meta creep. You know, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. It's going to happen. Um, well, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, like I said, it's good to get an understanding of what uh, what what's going on down in Malmo because I mean, they they do have. I mean, you guys do have a really. Sort of strong scene down there. There's no mm -hmm. denying that it's really picking up. Yeah, I and... think it's because we have regular games. There's always someone every week, every week, gaming some some kind of a 30k game, and that improves your army list. Of course, that makes yeah. you like you understand your army better and makes you a harder opponent. Yeah, so... that's, that was that was actually going to be my question. Is so, what do you think is actually driving that? It's great to see regular games um, actually being played. I mean, that's. For me, I mean, I, I play a lot of 40k. That's because I, I'm because I've got uh, a close friend circle who play 40k a lot. Mm. So for me, being able to do that is is about that's how I build my my armies and enthusiasm. But with something like 30k, which is a a new, a very young game, if you mm. think about it, I mean, it's been around for six years, but 40k in some version or another has been around for 30 years, yeah, almost. So I mean, it's a very young game. Um, it's nice. It's nice to see that people are driving it and actually pl getting out there and playing it to make a scene grow, which is really, really awesome. Mm, it's great. It's. Yeah. I think it's everyone drives each other. Like some one, uh, like one guy wants to game, and then another, and then another, and then the third guy who didn't want to game, well, he tags along. So, yeah. so I think it's like a driving each other force. So. Uh, Do you think you're pulling more people over from 40k, or are people sort of? Uh splitting themselves i think we have a lot of uh, 30 curious uh, <laughs> 30 curious I like that. uh so uh, heresy curious <laughs> <laughs> so no i think it's i think 30k is gonna pick up yeah because well if some people maybe use their like original these old school um, mark space marine armor the normal guys the normal space marines but well if that takes that to get you over the 30k to me it's fine so uh, yeah, maybe we'll buy some forgeable later so um, but people are curious about it yeah and, and like you said the best way of keeping it going is um, is to just keep playing regular games and get yeah, people definitely. looking at it that's very very cool well 
let's let's move on to the the reason we're here, and that that's to sort of talk about the uh, get an after action report on the Lincoln Heresy, oh. which was uh, a fairly well sized and definitely well organized. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say well organized, but. Well, well oiled, well beard, maybe I don't know. Um, event put on by uh, our very own Prince of uh, Prince of Heresy here, Freddie, and um, you're one of the guys who rolled up from Malmo. Who else? Who else from Malmo went up for the event? Uh, we had uh, it was me, and then we had uh, the other Oscar, and mm-hmm. then uh, Kalle, Andre, uh, Emil, Thomas, or Mike. So seven people. And if I forgot anyone, don't be angry. <laughs> don't hurt me. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that was it. So yeah, seven people. That's quite a lot. Yeah, that's, pretty, that's a very good show. So um, it's good good to see that the people are, are traveling on this sort of thing. So Freddie, just give us a just give us a bit of a rundown. I mean, we talked about uh, Lincoln last time on the on our first episode, but yeah. um, you you were getting somewhat. Uh, packed and drinking the sorrows away, and you know that sort of thing. Did did first question is did you spend your your Sunday night in the hotel or Saturday night in the hotel crying in the shower with a bottle of wine, wondering what just happened to you? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I was fucking. I was knackered going home because <laughs> I had to pack up and fill up all the cars with all the train. Uh, we packed up everything, and then we had to drive back from Linköping to Stockholm. I have to unload all the dudes that were in the car and unload all the train on the different clubs and stuff where we, you know, kind of had in storage because I can't have it in my house because it's going to fill up like the whole first door. <laughs> and then, and then my wife would divorce me. That's uh, fair enough. So Not really, I was kind of, but, yeah. <laughs> I was really tired though getting back, but it was awesome. It's well worth it. Like uh, I had cravings really the day after. Like fuck yeah. Maybe I could just set up one table, you know, have a quick game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually get on the field? Or did you actually manage to play some games while you were doing it, or were you uh, uh, full-on TO no. mode? Well, actually, I was planning to uh, play a, a buy list, but we have had heaps of people coming over asking questions, no. and that's probably why you couldn't see me that often, Oscar. Mm. I was running around, and we had like dudes coming up all the time to the stall and asking me like you're the organizer tell me through this and and i i organized a couple of demo games as well Ooh, nice. uh, in in you remember the room where you guys played the first night yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah so i had one running there and then when i like in the final round i organized like a small 1000 points uh, uh game oh, for the 30 well. curious for the 30 curious you know the first hit is for free <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and obviously they straight away like, oh fuck, we're coming to Scandus. How the fuck are we going to paint three thousand points? <laughs> Airbrush. Baby. I was like, it, I was like, it's easy. First, you go to this this web page called Fortworld. <laughs> then you make sure. <laughs> then you have your credit card in one hand, <laughs> and off you go. Bob's your uncle. It's all good, mate. Yeah. Uh, no, so the the only problem we had like because uh, they. Because I requested 30, 30 spots. Yeah. So from initially I requested twenty, which was awesome because they already organized like one room and it was, it was going to be the same room as the Flames of War tournament I was uh, involved in prior uh, prior to that. So I could just dump all the train there. 
after that was done, I can just set it up. There would be no like no stress or hassle. But we got the same rooms as the 40k tournament, which means that what I mean that like they were doing the awards and they were swapping and changing tables and and stuff. I I kind of had to like okay, this is table table number seven is in this box and I got it out of the car. And then, uh, okay, they finished the game on this table, so I put that up there. So, yeah, there was, like, no order to the to the tables, who was probably driving people nuts, but it's just yeah, the it way that... It was really confusing the first time, but then, well, <laughs> you, once you realize there is no logic, you just went around looking. Yeah, looking for the right number. At least in Scandis, I'll, I'll have access to the, you know, the entire uh, house beforehand, so I can set the table in order, because I need in my OCD head, it needs to be some sort of order. Because it was really confusing. Then I had to keep track on who was on what table and make sure no one like got double ups on tables. But I, I'm pretty confident I managed to get everyone playing on a new table every single time. That was pretty cool. I was I was going to ask actually about how the whole setup and uh, maybe not so much the takedown, but how the whole setup went because it was. Uh, I mean, the, the event you said last week was actually bigger than you were initially set up to to run. Yeah, my my initial plan was to run twenty. But I filled 20 spots like within, uh, I can't remember, was it two weeks or something? It just went crazy. And then people started asking me for additional, like, oh, like, could, I, could you, I think even you were on the reserve list, weren't you, Oscar? Yeah, I was. It was actually funny enough, it was me pulling out that gave, <laughs> gave up a space. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> You're welcome, man. It was just, yeah, totally happy. And to be fair, I wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been fully painted by that point anyway, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> But like uh, I think there was always a solid uh, 22, uh, no 24 players, and there was heaps of moving movement going around like for the last two weeks, people dropping out, people coming in, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess switched sides seven times or something. <laughs> yeah, I know it's madness. <laughs> but, I know it's crazy, but like it's just to keep the traitors versus loyalists even, and in the end, amazingly enough, we got got it down pat like uh, so we got the traitors and loyalists on you know, an equal equal amount of players so that's perfect mm. and you got to play loyalist in the end anyways <laughs> so yeah good. Very, but very it was cool. a, a great uh, great performance on your part really a great yeah, it's, it, it's hard to try to get like the the herd of cats all in the same direction <laughs> like ah oh, shit and then you just keep your fingers crossed that oh hope the next guy that's uh, signing up. Uh, he, he better be a loyalist player, or this is gonna get fucked. <laughs> and, and I was like, ah. Oh. So, but like initially, when when you were on the reserve list, and I think it was you and and, and three other dudes, we were exactly like everyone that um, that kind of signed up. It was exactly like 15 traders, 15 loyalists, without me even trying to ask people to swap side. That was pretty good. So it's good to see that around the country, it's kind of an even split. Because I remember when we started playing 30k up here in Stockholm, everyone wanted to play traders. But now, now a few like two years or three years down the track, it's kind of people are kind of splintered. And for some reason, like the club, it's become kind of even. People maybe started out traders and they're like, oh no, I really I'm going to try Iron Hands. Like I always wanted like, because they get curious about the other legions. So that's kind of cool to see how how people kind of splinter off and and, and somehow it just ends up become even. That's pretty cool. The mystery of the warp. The mystery of the warp and the shiny new toys that um, 
Uh, but I reckon I, I, I could give like the the perspective of the TO, but I reckon as a player, well, I haven't had time to even have like a feedback, kind of asking people like, what could I improve? What was wrong? What was good? What was bad? You know, give give me a quick after action review. So this is going to be the first one. You're going to pop my cherry here. So, oh. so you have to you have to be gentle and nice here. You just make sure you put the lube on the side, ready. You warmed up the lube to room temperature yeah. for yourself, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but the, the only thing that they probably was a bit left wheel was uh, the missions because I wrote up the mission like the missions is kind of like homemade missions because I love making missions and fluff and shit and I playtest the fuck out of them but that I noticed that um, you know with some luck you can really abuse the abuse the missions and uh, but I don't think anyone really did that like to a massive extent then i have a story for you <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah i know it's probably the last game <laughs> but but you know you can't cage it like some some armies are going to naturally be better at certain missions than others that's just how it is like you can't really uh and they they kind of written tongue-in-cheek sort of like if you play it fluffy they, it should really be an issue but like, if you really want to try and break everything, you, obviously you can even break the armies when you build them. But yeah, but if you if you kind of play it semi fluffy, they should be kind of balanced. But you know, I, I can't I can't uh, you know get away from the computer pairing people up so they don't play each other twice. And if they end up with one army that's much better than the other army at a certain mission, then you know, such is life. That's a that's a tournament for you. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, just be honest and say it was the Alpha Legion and leave it at that. Yeah, they fucked it. <laughs> the Alpha, Alpha Legion fucked us over and walk away. Yeah. It's all Andre, Andre's fault. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's what I thought we might do is to sort of go through. If you're cool with it, we we sort of go through the rounds. Um, so Oscar, yeah. give give us a heads up on um, what your first match was. What was like? What mission were you playing? Who were you up against? If you can remember, yeah, sort of what happened. Yeah, my first game where I abused the rules actually. So that was the score <laughs> because our first mission was uh, claiming uh, three spots uh, that would had to be placed in terrain, and the terrain gave you a uh, four plus cover. So it was pretty fun. We placed them on the big uh, low pieces of terrain just to make the game more interesting and uh, but the thing was that this mission gave everything in close combat rending and me with my blobs of 30 levies <coughs> oh my god uh, yeah uh, oh my god one, yeah <laughs> the guy I played against I think his name was Jewel and he played uh, world bears and uh, great guy we had so much fun but yeah, he, he, he probably was... thanked you for that Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he won the night, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. <laughs> Just because you ass raped him. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he unfortunately gained zero points. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. He was neg 27 points. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. Dude. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to do that one more time. Dude. <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations on getting a new night. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he, he lit up like a candle when he when you announced it. So, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he, in the game he was he was like, I'm gonna face this, 
He had never been uh, posting a militia army before, clearly. <laughs> and um, he, he he tried, and uh, I was like, yeah, well, let's make it fun. So I tried to, I assaulted him, and it was an instant. I have it on my phone, two pictures with I'm assaulting my 30 levy squad, assaulting his five Terminators or something, and then it's a picture afterward where they're all dead, and I lost nothing. Oh because he had power fists, so he rolled last, and I, well, on 90 dice, oh. I will roll fives, and I will roll fives, and he will roll once, or two and threes and fours. And the rending on there as well, if you're on yeah. the objective, that's just... Yeah, it was Ow. like... Yeah, and that squad is 80 points, so... <laughs> so that mission was to my advantage all the way, Jesus Jesus Christ! Yeah, just a little bit, maybe. I think I think if we do a tournament in the future, we're gonna have to have like shots available for people who have combat. So it's like, did that just happen to me? Here, take a shot. Why? It'll make you feel better. It'll take away the pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, table yeah. fluffers. We'll have ta table med. We'll have shot medics running around just right. calming people's nerves. Yeah. Uh, I, I, right. you, you were pretty. You, you should have faced the the Death Guard player that had all the flamer squads, the rending flamers. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I was me. looking at that arm and I was like, no. <laughs> Dear God, don't do that to me. Yeah, so I was really lucky uh, <laughs> on that part with the mat matchup. But he, that duel, he was really unlucky. He had this uh, one moment when he had his like squad with his HQ, uh, and he was like going for the objective, and he was like right outside this four plus area, and he was like, well, I'm gonna get it, so I I run. And he rolls a one. Oh. Uh, so he's just outside it. And of course, I get a dual demolisher hit, killing everything next round. So it's like, <laughs> it wasn't his game at all. Dear God, you used and abused him like a cheap date. Jesus, yeah. man. Um, Ow. But he, kept, he was really nice, so he, he kept up a good face. Uh, so Well, power to him. Well, Joel, if you listen to this, man, well done. Seriously, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Getting tabled like that and and still being happy—that's rare and that's awesome. That is that is a yeah, power to you, man. Seriously, that, that I think that would have almost almost legitimized a table flip, almost. <laughs> yeah. You you could have kind of stood there and gone, yeah, no, I I I really wish you hadn't thrown my models on the floor, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> So, Just let me take off the storm hammer first. Yeah. <laughs> actually, the size of that storm hammer would be impressed if he actually managed to flip the table with that much, that much resin on the table. True. Uh, but what? But let's take a slight step back. What army? Were you, what was your actual army composition? What were you running out there? I was running uh, like a, the force commander, uh, the great guy with the uh, power fist strength six. But uh, he actually, I give him a three plus invulnerable save, so it's not that easy to kill, nice. uh, unless you have strength six or higher. Is that the one with the? Does he have like a cyber familiar or something to make that happen? Yeah, I gave him an iron halo and a cyber familiar. That's the one. That's just so, so beautiful. Was, so it was like killed, what fifty points? <laughs> uh, actually, a hundred with the, the Ooh. artist. Hey, that, that's so, freaking uh, expensive for. <laughs> So uh, and and he was running with and then I had my like um, big blobs of uh, two units of uh, thirty levies, uh, the weapon skill two, ballistic skill two. Yeah, the conscripts of militia, Ugh. and uh, 
with those two units, I had these like discipline masters. Um, so if they fail a leadership check or something, they whip them up. So I get a reroll, but then the unit takes damage. Kind of like, uh, like a 40k, 40K commissar. Yeah, and I painted I painted them actually in the commissar colors. Oh, nice <laughs> touch. Pre pre commissars. Um, so um, and those uh, commissar the commiss discipline masters had uh, like power axes and melta bombs just to give the levy squad some kind of versatility if I face against a tank or something. Um, and terminators if I don't have the rending uh, like the first mission. And then I have uh, three, three, three squads of uh, Grenadiers. It's like a um, you know, Ballistic Skill 4, uh, like uh, Armor Safe 4, uh, but it's otherwise just a regular human guy. Uh, and I have like two Meltas in each squad and Melta Bombs on the Sergeants. And so it's uh, like an anti-Space Marine, anti-tank unit, three mm -hmm. of them. And then I had uh, uh, Medics in all those squads as well. So Medics for 10 points. It's it's okay. Is that a five up or a six up? Feel no pain. Five up. Uh, uh, okay. So uh, so uh, <laughs> give them like. Each. Uh, Jesus. So God. now we're up to like uh, what is it? Almost sixty guys. More more than six. Sorry, like almost a hundred guys, just there. Uh, and then I had like uh, three sentinels, because they're fun and they're awesome looking. Yeah. They did nothing in my three matches, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but they looked cool god damn it yeah they look awesome i think actually i think they killed a drop pod second game something like that yeah <laughs> the great heroes they actually killed in a in a previous game and they actually did the final shot on angron and killed him <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they've done their part for the rest of the year so um but then and then i had my uh the fun part i had two squads of two demolisher lima russ uh, yeah. Just to uh, kill all those instant kill all those phalanx toughness five guys, yeah. uh, and then I had uh, like these laser rapiers for uh, killing anti tank, mm -hmm. uh, and then I had my storm hammer, which is so, your anti everything. Um, anti everything, yeah. <laughs> so I had a, I I covered my side of the board fairly easy, uh, all the way, all sixty inches. No problems. Yeah, I was going to say, well, could you actually see any of the board underneath once you laid everything out? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe there was something there. I don't know. No one's going to deep strike on me, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> Although, yeah, like Freddie said, template army against you. I'm just thinking what my Iron Warriors would have loved to have done against that. And just. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that might have been an interesting one. Yeah. That's the thing against my armor. Even though if I table you, you will still kill a heck of a lot of models. That's an, enjoy so that's an enjoyable thing. <laughs> Let's be fair. It's like, I lost, but I made them take off like 70 models. They were only worth yeah. 50 points, but I did it. Yeah. And I think that gives people some sort of like Hope. great feeling of still <laughs> losing. Because it, it, being tabled by someone who, well, you take one whole point on him. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. So killing a lot of guys in exchange for being tabled, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that, would, that, that would make me smile, I'd have to say. And, you know, it's, it's, it's all about the, the Puric defeat or the Puric victory. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's the I, I, I'm, it's the, my sen I may have lost, I may have been slaughtered, but my Sentinel took down Angron. 
Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proper sort of in the pub, meet, you know, wind down chat afterwards of how fucking heroic, but you lost. But I killed him with a sentinel, man. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> and that sentinel. <laughs> <laughs> That's, did you say that uh, Sentinel got killed by a space marine? No, he became a space marine after the game because it was so awesome. He's like, <laughs> get that man, make him an Astartes now. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, so that was the first game. So, well, bad luck for Joel, but still awesome, awesome gamer. Okay. Uh, props to Joel for uh, taking that one on the chin with good grace by the sounds of it. Yeah, definitely. So... Uh, what about round two? What happened for? I mean, well, that was yeah. the the really fun game. I played against this guy Pontus, who played the um, Sons of Horus with Horus. Ooh. So I was like, oh, Primarch. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and and, the, and it's the biggest Primarch. Uh, so uh, now was he had nothing. Had all deep strike reserves, uh, flyers, stuff like that. And I was like, I deployed my army and was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what mission were you playing on that one? What were you? What was... uh, we and it was uh, like uh, all the regular things killed the uh, uh, kill warlord and first blood and stuff like that. But then it was like three objectives, yeah. uh, four objectives actually, two in the middle I think, uh, where, which were worth more points, and then we had one objective in each deployment zone. Okay. Um, that we had to take. And uh, so the game started. I was just deployed, and he, he had nothing on the board. And I was like, "Okay, well, your turn." <laughs> and uh, so I just advanced and, and tried to take as many objectives as, as I wanted. And I spread out so he could not deep strike me or outflank me or anything. Uh, so when he came in with his uh, drop pods and stuff, he had to land in the middle of the field. So that was kind of nice. Uh, but he had this heavy. Um, Dreadnought came out and flaming. <laughs> oh, the, not the Leviathan, was it? No, it was uh, the Contemptor one. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But it still flamed a lot of guys, and then he got out with his a group of like ten, uh, ten Marines and the, this Fury of the Legion, and like wiped a Levy squad almost completely, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, opened up a gap. So uh, on that place, I, he um, he dropped in Horus. Later, the the round after, because he doesn't scatter apparently, he's just like I want to go there, and he does, <laughs> uh, and he got on his flyer as well. So, the round after, I got in a lucky shot with my uh, laser rapier on his uh, flyer, yeah. the big flyer. What's it called? The, Not the Thunderhawk. Uh, is it the uh, uh, Storm Eagle? No, he had the Stormbird. Stormbird. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So I got in a lucky shot with my uh, he jinked and I was was hitting on on sixes. Well, of course I roll a six, and then I roll uh, another six, and he will roll uh, one on his jink save, and then I will roll a five, and it's AP one, so you get plus two. Boom. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh, well. And, Oops. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But against Horus, I, I put everything I had on him. Uh, all the demolisher cannons, all the melters, the storm hammer, everything. And like took two or three wounds on him. And But killed most of his retinue. Uh, but then he advanced and he like killed another, killed another a whole squad of militia. I was just like piling it up. You ain't gonna reach my tanks. So I just like moved the squad up, like blocking it all the way. So he charged that, killed that off. Next game, next turn, I did, did the same thing. I, put everything I had on him, and he took, like, one or two more wounds. 
Next round the same and repeatedly until um, I think it's round five or something. He charged me, uh, a group of uh, just Grenadier guys. Yeah. Uh, I think Horace had like two two wounds left or one, and he says, "Well, I don't want you to. I don't want you to get the feel no pain save. So I'm gonna hit with my hammer." And I was like, "Okay, then I'll strike first. And he was like, "Yeah, you strike first. It's fine." <laughs> and I bayonet Horace in the eye, and he dies. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> so, uh, uh, but he he was just laughing about it. It was a, a fun thing. But it's just like I rolled so many dice, so somewhere, somewhere I had to roll a six, and he had to roll a one. So, for some reason, um, I've got to be honest. For some reason, in my head, I've just got a picture of you mildly go mildly panicked, going through every dice, like counting them into a corner, going, "Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Got him." <laughs> <laughs> Having a moment like that is like, right, save that. Yeah. And that one. <laughs> doing it like that. Yeah. I'm actually doing an objective now with a, a rifle <laughs> uh, in, a, in a casket. <laughs> it's going to be my objective. The rifle to kill for us. Oh, nice. Uh, I like that. That's very cool. So uh, that's up for the next time. But I won that game. Uh, it was fairly even, but I killed. He didn't kill my warlord, and I killed him, Horus, and I got first blood. And uh, I know I didn't get first blood, but I got attrition and I got most of the objectives and stuff. But so it was a, a a fun, interesting game where he killed like I don't know, he killed like 80 models or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, in the end, my number of dice prevailed. Wall of dice. Yeah, more or less. It's a damn fine tactic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Freddie, with the uh, sort of on the logistical organizing thing, how did it sort of between yep. the first two rounds? How was it? You know, any major, any major hit, uh, hiccups, hit and misses, that sort of thing? Or uh, no, the the first first round was uh, pretty easy to organize. The second round, uh, because the Malmo guys kind of. Because I did uh, normal, like if you win, you get three points. If you lose, you get zero points. If you draw, you get one point. Uh, and then I used the other points, like the actual battle points for um, the the draw. Yeah. Used to pair off people that kind of scored the same amount of battle points against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pro- problem was, for some f- fucking reason, all the Malmo people had scored roughly the same amount of points like, it was... come on guys really yeah that's right i had to face uh, thomas first thomas first and uh, we were like nah <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then to everyone else's uh, you know <laughs> despair and protest i rechanged the draws and i put in a because i had like a caveat so if you're then i put in people that were from the same area as a caveat yeah and I redid the draw, and uh, and then the second round kind of I did a little bit of, of shuffling around, but it, it it worked out in the end. I think no one played each other twice, but uh, for the last round, I kind of used because uh, then there was uh, there was a few Malmo people that had to face off against each other, and then besides that, there was like it was an even spread again. So I, I took that away for the last round because I thought it was fair. Like, in fact, the, if the two player that has the most amount of points happens to be from Malmo, then they just have to play each other. That's there's no way around it. You just have to sort of uh, man up and kick your friend in the teeth. That sounds like proper heresy to me. You know, that's kind of kind of how yeah. it all goes down. Yeah. 
and and luckily for Scandis, I kind of outsourced the whole uh, the whole picking tables and picking opponents, so I can just focus on drinking beer beers and keeping track of scores. You mean, in other words, you can point turn around at the end of him point and said it was their fault, not mine. Exactly. <laughs> That's good, solid project managing right there. If ever I heard it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a professional. I'm a professional. No, but uh, don't judge me. I, I don't know. Like from, from my point of view, uh, I think that I did succeed in making sure people didn't play on the same table. They didn't play uh, the same opponent, even on the two by two table. There shouldn't be a person playing twice or playing like the same kind of person on that table. Yeah, yeah. That but table. You, you, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong here, Oscar. But I'm, I, I think I pulled it off. There, there's a, there were a lot of players. Yeah, I, heard, I heard, uh, didn't hear about anyone who said that they played the same guy twice. No, but I have to say that two and two tables, epic, awesome. Oh my God, looked so great. Did you actually uh, get to play on that one, Oscar? Or no, unfortunately oh, not. Oh, sadness. So, uh, so Freddie, sorry, Freddie, right. Freddie, for, have, for Oscar. Yeah, but he. <laughs> yeah. For Oscar, take take us take us through that that big two by two uh, two two on two table and tell us what was happening there. Uh, on the two two by two table. Oh, do you want Oscar to go through it? Oh, uh, you, you know, Oscar just said I mean, he didn't get to play on it, so they'd be kind of cruel, oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry, Oscar. You can, you know, you, I can maybe I'm crying. <laughs> well, on Scandis, you know, you, you have to bribe your general to make sure you you're gonna end up there because it's still gonna be a two two versus two at Scandis as well for that one. But uh, but. <laughs> Yeah. So what it was, it's well, it was a four-player table, so two on each side. Mm. Uh, the mission was basically uh, you got victory points for infantry units and characters. Okay. Uh, so everyone that had the special rule infantry or the special rule character, uh, you got points for. It. Oh, nice. Uh, and the deployment uh, was that uh, well, basically everyone got their own little quarter. Because you divide the table into like four four quarters. Yeah. And it'd be and, weird if it was well, five quarters. I'll just say that. Well, it's that round circle in the middle where you're not allowed to deploy. But ah, oh, it's that one. Okay, I got it. <coughs> but uh, the two quarters on one side is for one player, and the two on the other side is for for the other side. Uh, opposite players, obviously. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm getting all this here. You've, you've not been drinking enough. That's the problem. No, well, I can't go to the bridge because we're talking. <laughs> And I, no, I snorted too much resin. Um, yeah, anyway, but I, try, I tried to keep that mission a bit simple because, you know, considering we had two, uh, roughly about two and a half hour rounds, it needed to be a simple kill point mission, not too complicated, you know, who has what objective. Because I, I was kind of... Uh, I realized that, well, for some reason, two out of three games, it did play until the sixth turn. It was just one game that kind of timed out, and I it was the last game, so I gave them, you know, keep on playing on, and we can start packing up terrain and stuff because they were having so much fun. I didn't just want to break it off there for them. So, but everyone seems to enjoy it. No one complained. There was too little time, or you know, the mission was all fucked up. It was a fairly simple mission, so that's cool. What, what, thought, which yeah. table were they playing on? Which because the you, you put a lot of time into. Link on itself and into the the sort of background fluff and well, well they were playing on Lincoln Majoris on the main high world the the main hive city there like the capital city mm-hmm. of the high world and it was a fourth world city fight table, so 
So everyone that's been to Fort will know the citified tiles. And then uh, it's magnetized uh, buildings on top of them. So you, you shouldn't be afraid of putting heavy, bulky models of flies on top of the buildings. Because normally the problem with... Uh, with virtual tables and putting uh, buildings and train on it is it's because you don't have any tiles that they're based on the the buildings it becomes wobbly so keeping the mag them magnetized you can actually put down mo models and don't not be worried that you're going to flip the whole building and shit. yeah but because i have the table here in my attic i, I think I, i'll leave it to oscar to describe it yeah, it was uh, like the city and it was painted everything, all these uh, Games Workshop houses and terrain and it looked so great, really gave this high world feeling and especially when you looked out and all these painted models, unfortunately not mine, but someone else's painted models like moving between the buildings and nah, it was like, whoa, I really wanted to play there. Next, next time, baby. <laughs> next time, next time. Next time. It was really nice. The last game, the, I think the other Oscar, he had the night and he was like walking down the main street. Oh, <laughs> Just cool. like, this is my town. <laughs> looked so cool. And then he killed Horus on the way down main street. So <laughs> <laughs> Walking down, uh, was... walking down <clears throat> the main street, <throat> pimp slapping a <clears throat> mark, keep on walking down main street. Yeah. Well, yeah it was like the last turn they, they had a massive brawl. Horus facing off against the knight and he's punching each other. And Sweet. due to some misreading the, the destroyer rules, I think first Horus won, and then for some reason the Horus lost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Which is kind of uh, the thing that uh, decided the entire event in the end. Because it was, it was like, one one thing was, it was dead even. Mm. I think it was one round, the, the first round, the traders were leading, the second round, the loyalists were leading, and the last round, Everything was dead even to the last game. And the last game was these guys playing on the big table still. So the, whoever won that game kind of decided the last three points for, for their faction. Very nice. So before we give away the, the big who won, who, who came out on top of the faction, Oscar, do you want to take us through your third game? Who did you come up against? What happened? Then I came up against uh, Thomas from the Malmometer. Uh, we had to face each other round two, but we were both like, nah, come on. We didn't go all the way up here to face each other. Uh, but then the third round, it was like we had so much point, both of us. So we was like, okay, you have to face each other. I think you actually said those words. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. You have <laughs> to. There's no discussion. Uh, and we faced off against that. It was this mission that you had to take uh, corners, uh, not in entire uh, four by four corners, just like the... Uh, like a triangle in the, each corner mm -hmm. for uh, points. And um, these triangles were also the deployment zones. So I was like, okay, I can't fit my army in there. Not a chance. I could like fit. <laughs> <laughs> three units I could fit or something like that. Um, Mr. 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 Organizer, um, I, I brought too many people that's on the guest list. <laughs> yeah, right. How do I fit them yeah. in? <laughs> so, sorry, my cheesy 200 figure plus militia army can't fit on this <laughs> so, sorry my extremely themey inducted levy army doesn't conform to your you know tight ass uh, deployment map so how do we make this shit work yeah. uh, I, I reserved 
almost everything. And uh, Thomas also did the same. He reserved a lot of stuff. But then he got the infiltrate, uh, um, strategic trait for a Warlord. And so he could, like, take over the field from the beginning. He had this awesome squad of, uh, like, 10 Terminators with Cyclone Launchers together with his Iron Warrior Primarch. Uh, yeah. And they were, like, super heavy. And they, like, shot... I don't know how... He shot at my Grenadiers at one turn point and did the blast. And he did, like, 57 hits or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's it, a good old-fashioned Tyrant Terminators with their two-shot frag missile uh, blast templates... 10 of them, if they're all there, that's 20, 23 inch, or one, yeah, three inch, one and a half inch templates going out. That's horrible. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah, Plus plus their combi bolters, plus their cognosignum from uh, Perturabo, and it's like, yeah. (laughs) Hi, this is a bad day for you, just let me tell you that much. (laughs) But it was a super interesting game. It was really much fun. Even though it was the last game, we were both like kind of tired, but it was still really really fun he's a great opponent and uh, he really like tricked me out because i was like not paying attention and like what uh trying to like i was hunting him down on this field with like these big buildings blocking line of sight so i my focus was totally on like getting shots at his terminators until i realized well those aren't scoring (laughs) (laughs) and he's not not moving anywhere with them he's just standing there uh so um he's just soaking up my fire Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I did, I did though, with the, my twin-linked double-barreled battle cannon. Got a shot on his, like, big squad of tank-hunting uh, last-can guys. Oh, I had, like, like two hits, uh, like, wounding 16 guys or so, eight guys or something. And he was like, ah, I'm going to take my cover safe. Like, failed everything. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to take my cover safe. Where'd my cover go? <laughs> they were too brave. <laughs> they were like, nothing can hurt us. Uh, but it was a... Yeah, but it was a great game because the last round he, he won uh, because he outmaneuvered me. He, like, he uh, was keeping my focus on another flank by just hiding with a rhino of guys on the other. And I was like, that Ryan, I'll forget about that one. Mm-hmm. But in the end, of course, he, he rode down and he jumped out with the guys and he contested a uh, deployment zone. So, uh, yeah. So we each took... Um, but he took one deployment zone more than me. So uh, he the game ended 4-3 in his favor. So, But it was a, a great game. Uh, and the last round, of course, he, he charged with his Primark into a group of Grenadiers and totally whiffed. <laughs> Killed <up. laughs> and I better. won the com- Yeah, and I won that combat because I had a flag and counts as in one wound in close combat. So I flagged. The pri- he was fearless, but I won the combat with a flag. You punched the primarch the in flag. the eye with a flagpole. <laughs> yeah, he waved it, distracting him with all the you know bright colors. <laughs> yeah, he saw that my guys were so brave. You couldn't kill them. Shit, dude. It's it's basically been a bayonet and a flagpole that's been your MVPs for this event. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was a great game. He's a really good player. Yeah. So he completely outsmarted me, completely. I was like, I'm going to shoot you. And he was like, you do that. <laughs> so uh, That's very cool, man. I look I, I look forward to coming down and getting some games, uh, games against you guys now very much. So, I mean, I'm, I play Iron Warriors, so, you know. Have some trader versus loyalist iron warrior action and see who can shoot each other the the best from uh, from a distance. Yeah, 
Uh, actually, my Stormhammer didn't take a single hull point damage during the entirety of the Lincoln Heresy. Serious? So, what? Yeah. Seriously? No. Yeah. It took Ouch. one Melter shot in Melter range that missed. Wow. And everyone okay. else was like, I ain't going to shoot at that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I waste my time. Hey, I'm going to yeah. shoot. I'm, I'm... Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the problem is, it's uh, everything else is scoring. So everything else becomes because there's so much shit that is scoring. You you kind of you know target priority is not freaking Stormhammer. <laughs> no, and you have to roll it so well just to get it off the board. It's like nine eight, nine whole points or something. Yeah, basically, yeah. it sounds like you basically need to punch it with uh, you need to punch it in the face with someone like um, oh, what's his name, the ever living dude. Um, Salamander's Primark. What's his face? Um, or, or you, yeah, or you need a Leviathan with the drill hammer, or that just drops next to it. Yeah, but but Oscar but, kind of bubble wrapped it all the time. So yeah, I did that with the the horrors tried to get at it, but I was like, no, I have a squad in the way, and then another, and then another. <laughs> no. Just beat <laughs> no. him into the grinder. Yeah, <laughs> my toy. You're not allowed to play like, it and break it. Like, who has the short straw? Uh, who wants to face Horace this round? <laughs> that squad over there. You, you, that man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Do it for the emperor. <laughs> but they're they're brave. They're brave. I have the the uh, the warrior elite on them, so they all have plus one leadership. So they're brave. They're brave. Exactly. And the emperor do protect. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does sometimes. Other times he looks back and goes, "Yep, yep, you're gonna have to soak that one up for us." Mm-hmm. Soak the soak it for the empire for for the imperium. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was great fun. So much fun. Uh, I really am, am encouraged to play a lot more. Yeah. I really want to game more. It's just ooh. <laughs> give me give me a couple of weeks, man. I'll I'll, uh, I'll we'll we'll hook up for a game for sure. Yeah, we must. Well, you you, you have to uh, sp- you have to spill the beans like for Scandus. What 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 another five hundred points can you fucking fit into your force? I'm actually and still deployed. How many more thousands of levies can you put in? <coughs> right. I, I, we actually did that on the trip home. I was sitting in the backseat with Andre, yeah, playing Alpha Legion, of course. And he was like, "You know, you could play this army." So I made a like a trial army, and it's like uh, a Warhound Titan, and it's uh, three hundred levies and eighteen. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like beasts and then 18 ogres and two psychers and a force commander Chris. and that's three thousand chris that sounds very yeah <laughs> that sounds kind of familiar right and all the guys <laughs> and sell them well mine mine would be tanks and uh, a warhound yeah <laughs> so, so i guess so i guess if you play on the opposite sides the, you might face each other <laughs> yeah and I will, I will get movement trays for that. <laughs> if yeah, I do yeah. it, I, I have to paint like what is it, two hundred and two hundred and forty guys. I have to paint up. Uh, uh, are there still any fucking Napoleonic figures left in Malmo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they come from the UK, so I'll just keep ordering them. Uh, yeah, right. Very cool. No, but I still, I have a batch. I have like fifty more levies and a hundred more grenadiers still at home, unpainted. Dude. Just waiting. Is that all the Napoleonic stuff? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And I have uh, on my desk now, I have uh, started up with my forehand, so it's oh, shit. something. I, I can't believe I didn't ask you that at the beginning, because we started this off as a, a painting chat thing on Skype. So what, you're working on a Warhound tonight? Yeah. That's my next project. Working on is uh, like the 
the chassis at the moment. Uh, giving right. it, uh, I'm painting in like sea blue. Like GMC. Oh. Very shiny. Yeah. Doing something else besides my like my rest of my army is like green camo, dull like. Khaki. Can't, yeah, I can't really see it. And then uh, he's gonna come out. I'm shiny. <laughs> Run behind that thing, boys! Why? Look at it. It's majestic. <laughs> yeah. It's majestic, definitely. and it'll take all the firepower from the enemy. Yeah. That's the thing. I think he will. Every game I will game, he will probably die turn one, <laughs> just because. So, so what happened? Yeah. So what happened in turn one? Well, we, we, I rolled out the warhound, and then for some reason he wasn't there at the end of the shooting phase. But <coughs> uh, I can else still was. bubble. I can still bubble wrap him from close combat. Mm. Levies. <laughs> Actually, you put I'm going to try and... in there. You could probably bubble wrap him full stop with levy bodies. Yeah, that that's why you get assessor's assault ram and you fucking try and ram that shit. Get like three of them <laughs> and send them in, just flying straight into the warhammer. Oh, poor warhammer! I've just got this mental image now. I've just just flashed to uh, Star Wars Empire with the whole um, speeder around the legs of the Atat, and instead yeah. you just got assessor's assault rams constantly bashing into the knees until it comes down. It's totally work. <laughs> I would love to see it doing this uh, Titanic explosion in the middle of all these levees, <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> taking them like, all with him. It's like, okay, we measure out this far round, just take them all off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it's a, what do you mean that guy's got an invulnerable safe? What's wrong with him? Right, okay, let's roll it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if I do the 300 levy list, they all have a, a 6 plus female pain. So, uh, 6 plus t-shirt and then a 6 plus female pain. So, hard-hitting levies. They're gonna survive. They're gonna survive at least half a round, maybe maybe a whole round extra. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, every every sixth of them will will come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, one one my... in six of you will survive this. <laughs> Which one That's of us? Good odds. <laughs> good odds. I still hadn't had any of those because I have these. I gave them uh, the stubborn thing. So if you roll a but there's a disadvantage because if you roll a double six on any moral check, the entire squad explodes. It just dies. Oh, is that the discipline colors? Yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't happen during the entirety of Lincoln. Kind of sad about that because that would be fun. <laughs> just, oh, a proper boom. running man moment. and uh, You need running. Me. Boom. Ah. Yeah. You need you need to have me to come over and roll important dice rolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last time I offered my 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 dice skills, I just came to a table. He was complaining about his uh, I can't remember who he was complaining about his dice rolling. I was like, that's okay. I can. I said, to I can lend you my dice skill. Look, look, give me the dice, and I rolled like snake eyes. And he's like, no, thank you. That's all right. I'll keep keep doing this myself. You can all, go away now. All I'm, I'm going to say is LVO Chaplin, dude. LVO Chaplin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about the snake eyes. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this? <laughs> Excuse me, somebody. These dice are broken. They're, they're, they're rolling yeah. the wrong things again. Somebody fix it. No, it's like the freaking Flames of War tournament. It's like, okay, I can win this. All I have to do now, like the entire tournament, all I have to do now is not roll snake eyes. And then I, but I got a cooler trophy though because I got the not quite as good general. What's the name of the watch? So <laughs> it was way better. Thank you for showing up and trying really, really hard. It was like, 
<laughs> so like there, there's number number one and everyone else, but okay, okay, I feel bad for the number two. So he gets like you're not quite as good general as the number one, but still you know a general. It's like that could have tried harder <laughs> comment on your work. Could have tried yeah. harder. B plus. Like, fuck. <laughs> exactly. I try as hard as I could, man. Don't judge me. That yeah. award should be for everything. Yeah. <laughs> like you tried painting, you tried army, you tried everything. So yeah, at yeah. least you tried. I, at least you tried. It's good. Yeah, I tried. I tried to roll dice. Yeah. <laughs> Where it got me. Yeah, that Working was out. as is, that my first game with Joel. As I said, when he tried to like, I'm gonna run, roll a one. Well, lost the game. There you go. <laughs> just one <Yeah>. dice. <laughs> Yeah, when like what, what, one in way. six, one in six, unless it's important. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it, man. So yeah, but so um, Oscar, come so come the end of three rounds. How would you how would you describe Lincoln overall as a as an event, the experience, getting getting together, you know, playing games? How would you sort of describe it? Yeah, I would describe it as I'm gonna go on more events like that. Sweet. Yeah, because it's I haven't been on like a convent like that or for such a, so many years. And then I was like a kid just walking around like, whoa, looking at models. This was my first time actually gaming and it was super, super fun. Uh, seeing all the models, meeting all the people, uh, it was great. So I'm going to go on more. <laughs> Sweet. Are we going to see you? Uh, are we going to see you at Scandus by any chance? Uh, hopefully. Awesome. Uh but it's a long way. I can't promise anything. But hopefully, hopefully. Awesome. Well, I've, right. I've booked my tickets already, so I get the cheap trains. So I'm gonna I'm gonna head up and uh, definitely. By that point, I'll have played some games in Malmo, so I can feel like I actually represent Malmo for once. It's in November, right? No. Okay. Uh, no, October 15th and 16th of October. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully it'll still be you know, decent uh, weather. Yeah. Uh, nice. You know, and. Uh, uh, it will be a bar there, so none of this Verrock crap. <laughs> Wait. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like. I have to say one thing though about Lincoln. You know, we're going into the event and such. I have to say that like the level of uh, the painted armies and everyone's you know forces that they brought, they were like a massive, massively. What was I going to say? Really nice. <laughs> yeah. Way to find the words sorry, there, Freddie. Way to find the words. Yeah, uh, sorry, day, daydreaming. Hey, I'm I'm delegated to the to the freaking laundry. It's getting hot in here now. It's like ninety degrees because the dryer has been on. Ninety <laughs> degrees and alcohol. Hells yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's awesome. Uh, no, but we had heaps of people rocking up and walking around, taking photos and looking. They're like. Jesus Christ! Like, oh, oh my God! Like, oh, look, look at these guys! Like, look at that army there! And look at it. because, you know, as a TO, I had time to kind of overhear what everyone was talking. Like, everyone that came around and had a look, and the heaps, like the few 40k players that stayed on for for the next day because they were kind of knackered after the tournament. They're like, fuck! Oh, next year I want to play some heresy. Look at, look at that! Fuck! Thirty curious. Jesus. 30 curious. Yeah, exactly. Thirty curious. Consider a trademark. Yeah. And, no, and there was there was like heaps to do that just sat down and like stayed for an entire game. You just had a look at like the games going on and just like, oh, what's going on there? It's like, oh yeah, because you know, in 30k, blah 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 blah. And they're like, oh cool. 
There were so many, like, people did a stellar job. It was uh, Jimmy's display board he made for his Imperial Fist. That was Oh, the the one with the, the church and the two um, honored Imperials standing out front. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. so nice. Yeah, and then we had Kim with his, like, uh, Death Guard with his, like, uh, freehand banners. And then we had the Salamander guy with the glowing sword he pulling from the sheet. Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, Fredrickson's uh, Raven Guard, they were really nice as well. Yeah, like uh, be- the best sport. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and getting Black to look that good the way he did. Now it's so many beautiful armies, really. Um, it, it did some weird chevron highlighting. It looked fucking stunning. Which uh, actually was going to be something I was going to go on to with uh, with Lincoln. Really, you did um, you did some awards and stuff for the for the event, but you kind of. Uh, Kind of did some backwards thinking on it and uh, put out some really nice prizes for the not so um, hotly contested ones. I guess is how I'd see it. Yeah, well, I uh, I organise tro- trophies obviously because it's like stock standard normal stuff, uh, kind of golden sporty ones, which I kind of they looked nice. They weren't like over the top, still nice. You can drink beer or champagne out of them. It's all that really matters. Yeah. Uh, but what I was thinking, I, because I wanted the whole because this was kind of my first 30k event and the thing that I love about the hobby is it's just you know the fluff and getting people like good sport good painting good you know the whole sportsmanship uh, painting hobby skills kind of a reward thingy mm-hmm. so the best prizes were actually for you know best sports and best painted nice the the top players you know so Oscar you really didn't miss anything you know because Thomas kind of <laughs> stabbed you in the back there for the last round <laughs> you, you didn't really miss anything for you know having a trophy because oh. there was like none of the cool stuff. Nah, and then the other, and then, the other Oscar uh, deserved it. So yeah. And then uh, and then what I did is I I kept a tally, uh, which is actually for battle scores. Okay. So everyone everyone knows like in a, in a 40k mission or in a 30k mission, like just like Oscar said, like against Thomas Thomas scored four against Oscar's two. So the difference would be two yeah. between the two players. So I added up the difference between all the players mm-hmm. and their games, and and poor Joel was neg 20, 29 or 27 or something. Ouch. Oh. Uh, in point, points difference. <laughs> so, oh. so and, and that I had an award called the Cursed One, which I wasn't going to tell anyone how you can get it, because everyone was eyeing the knight. Everyone wanted the knight. <laughs> So I thought it was going to be to someone that, uh, and also I kind of walked around and I, I kind of looked, like after I seen seen his first two rounds of scores, I kind of you know walked around and he was like a he, he displayed and he got like almost top sportsmanship scores as well. Yeah. So he was like, fuck, you get top sportsmanship scores. He had decent hobby scores and uh, you know and he has terrible terrible <laughs> gaming scores, but he was still walking around smiling and shit. Yeah, it was like, so as it's I said, like, being tabled and still keeping a smile. It's yeah. great. He's like, oh, he's like, fuck, he didn't even use lube this time. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's still all good, you know. He's still got a big smile on his face. Extra big. Uh, so, so I had, like, the idea of my award was, like, either I was going to find someone that was had terrible, terrible unlock or someone that just, you know, did terribly bad. Because there, there were a couple of people. There were not that many. There was, uh, I think it was three or four that didn't win a single game. 
but all their games were pretty even. Yeah. Uh, but then there was poor poor Joel that that had yeah. you know he did not score that many battle points. Yeah. No. <laughs> then our game ended like eighteen zero in my favor. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so already there he would be like neg eighteen in difference. <laughs> So he, so you probably did a fair bit of there getting him down to so, the rock bottom. So he bottom. owes me half a night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Needs to go get a hobby knife and then carve carve off like, you know, two toothers of that knife and post it to you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or if nothing else, when you guys hang, when you guys play a tournament next to you both there, you get to use the knight. <laughs> yeah. Do it right. that way. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, and, uh, and but instead of like, yeah, so so what I did, I I got like the that knight for that price and then for best painted uh there was a, a bits box that was donated by like uh, all the the supporters of the supporters like the guys from the the guys that were supporting the podcast they just ravaged through like kind of like how they did the alpha legion army yeah yeah if you guys remember people were donating like units and stuff mm-hmm. so they were u- donating like spare spare stuff and it made into a, a really nice bits in the end it became like probably a little bigger bit spot than I expected. It's probably worth a lot of money. But but I'm pretty sure uh, Kim, who won uh, Best Painted, is going to paint something really nice out of them. Yeah, so. definitely. Uh, uh, and then uh, we had uh, Best Sport, which was uh, like they got assigned teachers from the Iowa's dudes because they kind of, they, they always promote Best Sport. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Chris from Scattershot Painting had the uh, Painted up a nice unit of Warx that he got as well. So, nice. I, 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 but what I did is like, even though the prices weren't like massively overdone, so okay, the knight was probably you know really high end in money wise. Yeah. But what I did instead of instead of focusing a lot of giving the first and first place prices heaps of nice awards, mm-hmm. I thought like, okay, well I'm going to take that instead, and I'm going to make sure everyone gets something. So I got those uh, beer mugs. And the dice and the the dog tags. Very nice. Because nice. I thought like it's much. Everyone's going to enjoy it more. Everyone gets you know something. So no one goes home empty-handed. And the dog tags are valid for scanners. So make cool. sure to bring them. Oh. Yeah, that was really great. And I, when you hand when uh, Joel won the night, one guy in the crowd next to me was like, "Next time I'm gonna suck." <laughs> oh, I'm gonna really suck next time. So. Next <laughs> I'm time gonna I'm gonna like... suck so hard that I right. get the best <clears throat> stuff. Hey, 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 what happens under the teal table stays under the teal table. Well, apparently it didn't stay under the teal table well enough this time. No, you're just gonna hear like a zip. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants the night? Oh man. But all in all, yeah. it sounds like a, you had a really good time. Yeah, definitely. Cool. I'm really glad That's to good. hear that. Well, well, then I hope to see you at Scandistan. Yeah, uh, and me too. Uh, I need to I need to figure out uh, what I'm going to do with the prices there. But I have have a kind of idea because it's it's going to be kind of like two events in one, so it's going to be. Can't you have a, like a, for a, the, the person with most painted models? <laughs> the most painted model, Mad the Army of Madness, best army. <laughs> Instead of best painted army, it's just going to be best army or, or like. I'll give you uh, a French cheese platter or something. Yeah, like for, for to try that B plus. <laughs> Go all Van Gogh and just get a seven ear as a present, you know. <laughs> love your work, man. This is how much I love your work. <laughs> I was like, 
Fucking hell, Oscar, play something different. Here you go. You get an entire army. <laughs> Pride of the Legion, 15 Terminators, one Praetor. There you go. <laughs> go away. Come back, play this next time. I can't send this anymore. <laughs> uh, per- person who fills who his, de- uh, his deployment zone the, mo- the most or uh, something like that. Or, or most, most loved by template players. Uh, like myself. Or hated by the ones without. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are you lucky? You should... You should have ended up in uh, like the rad poison waste when you had to roll, <laughs> right? You had to roll toughness tests for all your dudes and shit. That would have sucked. <laughs> that would have. <laughs> Fuck me, man. That would have hurt so bad. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, for every, every like and, and like firestorms, like templates walking around because they're all strength six, I think. Yeah, will link on like the templates, so the space marines didn't care, but all of your stuff would be like auto dead. Horrible. <laughs> Fuck this shit, guys. I want to go, ah. <laughs> oh, man. Did you hear something? Like, I heard something. There's this rumbling sound. What? 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 Boom. <laughs> Carl. Where's Carl gone? <laughs> or, where, Fuck, where's, where's everybody squad else gone? gone? <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening. Oh, very cool, man. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you had fun. Both, both of you sound like you had a good time. It seems like it went off really well for you, Freddie, and... Uh, Oscar, you seem to have a pretty decent showing for your uh, for the sort of first tournament play, getting two, going two and one there. I, I think that's because the meta hasn't changed. Everyone is like anti space marines, so when my army shows up, everyone's like, "What?" They're like, "Why didn't I take all the Volkite weapons in the world?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah or or uh, these uh, quad launchers and stuff like that. People are like yeah. what? Or like. <laughs> Like, my Iron Havocs could have those uh, splinter bolt arounds or whatever they're called, but I never take them because they're useless. But fuck, I wish I had them now. Yeah. What a perfect storm of an army hopefully for that. People, uh, so hopefully people start doing, like, all, more all-round lists uh, instead of, like, anti-space marines. Well, I, think, um, I think I was looking on the Scandus tra- uh, Liberators, Traitors, Liberators, take your pick, um, group for, uh, for the event coming up. And I think... Uh, one of the guys on there, I'm not going to say who, because, you know, we've got to have a little bit of mystery for when it comes to Skandas. But he's put together a, a, an Iron Warriors list, which may or may not have somewhere like 12 to 14. Uh, I think it's 12. No, 16. 16 quad launchers. <laughs> so somebody is expecting you to show up with your inductive levy list going, I, I ain't gonna I want face him, him. <laughs> bring that to well, me <laughs> bring well you know it, it's all up to the generals <laughs> they may, may or may not like if, if they're smart like if, if uh, the traders are smart they're gonna wait to hold on with that list until you present your list. <laughs> there they go. Yeah. Gimme. There's like him, him, that guy, that guy, right here. Okay. All the quad launchers in the world faces him on the open ash waste table. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you in your. But but uh, unfortunately, that's only one round out of five. So. But dude, it's it's one round out of five. It's the it's the Horace in the eye with a bayonet moment. That is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> although to be fair that's probably when you make every single cover save and feel no pain save in your life and it's mm-hmm. just like that, that, that's going to be like where, that's when like I roll, where, roll 50 wounds and I will roll 50 sixes best Yahtzee <laughs> moment ever or you do the whole thing like max scatter all the time 
like Kim did with his Titan. <laughs> cool, or or uh, I, I remember, I think it was Andre blowing up uh, uh, Jimmy's Typhon, and then the D-Blast Max gather onto his quad mortars and kill all of them. Oh. So not just losing his Typhon, he's losing losing all his quad mortars as well. Oh, man, thanks, thanks to his own Typhon. Oof. Oh, that's so cold. Yeah. Or uh, I remember Nicholas had a strategy. He he got the Cerberus straight into like a mass, like the entire Iron Warriors army, and then just wanted it to explode. And then once it finally exploded, uh, like it, it got the biggest explosion, and then the D big massive pie plate template mascotted off the board. No, <laughs> didn't it, didn't hit anyone. Oh, okay, anticlimactic. God damn it, you had one job and you did that so wrong. <laughs> Could scatter anywhere but off the board and you would kill like half the army. What's wrong with you? Yeah. That's oh. one thing I like with 30k. There are so many crazy moments because it's still a game of Jesus. <laughs> so if you roll bad or if you roll good, your big tank is going to die <laughs> in a more comical way. Or Horus yeah. gets playing it to the eye. Exactly. Very, very cool. Well, speaking speaking of Scandus, let's talk about um, before we before we wrap this up. Let's talk about uh, what's coming up down in Malmo. This uh, well, as we as we're recording, it's this coming weekend. But when the episode probably hits uh, SoundCloud and iTunes, it will have just happened. Uh, the second phase of the Avaria cluster. Yeah. So, uh, can you give us a bit of a heads up about the about the uh, event and sort of the theme that's running and what's sort of going on there? Yeah, the theme is the, you're fighting around this uh, the planet Avari and uh, its moon, and it's really nice because they have this uh, strategic map with um, different objectives, and then you place out and you do the general stuff. So you have the general placing like I put a uh, Oscar's army on uh, the hive, and then they respond with a guy, and then the traders do the same. Yeah. Um, and then in the end, afterwards, you you see who who conquer the most and who has the most uh, hives or manufactories or whatever, and they get a bonus for the next game. Uh, last turn, last uh, first Avari was uh, this: um, you get a penetrating hit on a tank, or you get a, a, a barrage one turn, or something like that. So kind of nice bonuses. So you really want to win your objectives. And uh, I think this this time it will be the kind of the same, but just with different bonuses. Uh, I think Oscar, who is the, um, the guy uh, holding it, I think he changed. Uh, he got feedback from last turn, and and then he just like rewrote them, improved them, just to <laughs> please the public. So what's the what's the sort of uh, sort of setup? What's what sort of points are you looking at? How many games? Uh, three games, yeah. I think it is, and then it's two thousand points. So no storm, no storm hammer this time, unfortunately. Oh, shame. oh. yeah, it's awful. <laughs> uh, actually, no Lord of War at all on my part because my cheapest Lord of War is uh, five hundred and twenty-five points. <laughs> uh, so close. So close. Uh, so now it's just like maxing out the guys, uh, filling it up. Uh, but it's um, I'm I'm not sure. I think Oscar wrote to me something about I'm gonna be on the heretic side this time. 
Really? Uh, I swap size again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone paid better. <laughs> Come to the Liberators. We have yeah. pizza and warp cookies. Yeah. <laughs> More levies. More levies on that side. More levies. Uh, so, uh, I'm, it's going to be exciting. I have uh, only played against like one uh, loyalist army, uh, Imperial Fist, on the day before the Lincoln heresy. Yeah. Uh, me and Jimmy, who was up there playing the guy with the display board, we took like a training match the day before, and uh, it was really fun. But that's the only loyalist I've ever played. Uh, so if I'm gonna be heretic or a traitor, it's gonna be real fun because playing against these loyalist scums. Well, who knows? Very maybe cool. for maybe for Scandus, you'll swap sides again <laughs> during the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> during the tournament, exactly. Not to confuse anyone. Oh. Well, that might happen for the night jousts. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, night jousts. Yeah, i got to remember that. Because, unfortunately, you can't bring the storm hammer there because it's too expensive. Oh. It's always too expensive. But then I have to pay it up my other regular Beyblade. I think it's fits. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> How many points is a regular Beyblade? 525, I think. Yes, it's... Uh, it's 25 points too expensive. Ah, oh, damn it. Damn. I, can come with my, I can come with my force commander. <laughs> uh, you'll have to go and split uh, one of those renegade knight boxes with someone. Yeah, I actually have a knight in my uh, bookshelf standing. Oh. There you go. So you're already set then. Yeah. Oh, See, nice. it's, 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 for me, it's, it's the, I've got a knight. It's in a couple of plastic Ziploc bags. Been washed, it you know, kind of needs to be built, but then I'm looking at my list of Vime Warriors going, Yeah, 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 I, I better get them done first. <laughs> it's like, is, shit. is this your way to tell me that you want to borrow a knight of me <laughs> or some sort of super? I can give you the servers, <laughs> I'll have a Typhon, it's fine. Uh, uh, Jody, I painted, all, I painted all my models in like. Uh, nine weeks, so you, I can teach you the way of no life, <laughs> just no life. <laughs> this, this, we, we may have to have a, some sort of master padawan sit down and talk about this, Oscar. I think this needs to happen. Very, yeah, it's a very much. having no life, so <laughs> <laughs> just paint, painting is life. Painting is life. Painting is life. Exactly. Don't eat, drink. <laughs> no. Don't eat or drink. Just paint. Yeah. Paint right. until your fingers bleed. And well, then... they're water-based colors anyway, so you you have. Yeah, yeah. Worst case scenario is take a sip of your paint. Yep. Mm. To yeah. Keep you hydrated. Yeah. Yeah, but then I worry about your paint mixes, Freddie. So no. I didn't say you have to drink my paint. <laughs> I'm more. Well, I would. Say, I'm not even worried about you drinking see, your own paint. See, I'm. Fluid. At least I'm even more efficient because I don't have to go to the bathroom. Chris, I promise you we keep it to down to like less than 23%, and I think that might have just put us over 25% in one hit, so yeah. sorry well, about that, buddy. <laughs> well, you can always try to write a format for the show, but you can never really count on Freddy. That's right, I'm illiterate anyway, so it's yeah, all good. Freddy's the wild card, I'm going to say. That's why we've got him here, because you never want to know what blood or feces joke is going to come up next. You can always, you can always add bleeps. Afterwards, Kaki. Yeah, true. I could. But, dude. <laughs> no, man. Well, that's uh, very cool. So that's running all uh, all day Saturday or Sunday? 
Saturday. All Saturday. Saturday, and that's happening at the Spellhouse. Yes, Spellhouse. So, Fantastic. Uh, yeah. And we hope for rain. <coughs> so hot. <laughs> yeah, the, the, with all due respect, it is like a greenhouse in there, a glass house, you know. Yeah, they have uh, received just now, uh, like, an acknowledgement for funding the, like, like for uh, curtains or something, but they haven't had time to fix it yet, so it's... Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it will be open. All the doors will be open. <laughs> all the doors will be open, and there will be a, a piece of paper on the window saying, curtains... To, yeah. to, to come <laughs> yeah or like bring a, ask people to bring like sheets or something and hang over the windows that might be a really good idea actually <laughs> yeah man well Oscar I really really appreciate you coming on having a chat with us about this and uh, I'm really looking forward to actually getting my, my arse in gear and getting down involved in the Mamo scene because uh, yeah I'm really glad there's regular games going on and uh, I'll be able to get my Iron Warriors out and then you know, hopefully we all uh, we get a group going up to Scandus, and then well, there's always plans for stuff and things to be happening, and you know we we've got a plan for next year maybe that we can uh, hook up with and see what we can get to happen, and you know it sounds like it's it's only going from strength to strength here in Malmo, which is the best thing we could ask for. Yeah, definitely. For the heresy scene, most definitely. Cool. Well, either you guys got anything you want to sort of wrap up with because uh, I think we're at that sort of longish interview section kind of wrap up thing no it's feel... gonna be an avari three and four later on this year also so um there is cool. more 30k coming and it's gonna be increasing by 500 points each time so next time it will be two and a half and last time it's three so then it's the warhound <laughs> then it's the warhound so first first it's the uh, stormlord then you bring out the warhound yeah sweet when have you got any idea roughly when those are happening? Are they sort of? Uh, the third one, I think, is the discussion is around the end of the summer and then around August or something. I, I think it is. Uh, yeah. No promises, but then the, and then the last one around, uh, I think November or something. Cool. Just to have also something to look forward to all the time. That something sounds to paint very, very for. cool. Something to, something to keep the paint flow. The paint must yeah. flow. <laughs> The heresy must flow. The heresy must flow, yeah. Very, very cool. Anything from your end, Freddie? Anything you wanted to say? Just a bit of no, that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to try and get down to Malmö again. I was there for the first one. That was awesome. So, uh, But that wasn't that worry. That was the something else, like the first ever 30K thingy that Oscar also ran. And that was awesome. So I really want to come down there and have another game. I just I need to... to. I, I need to... Fuck can't someone just clone me and that my clone he goes to work and I go down to Malmö <laughs> you need to outsource your job role is what you're saying yeah, yeah I, I'm sure it could be arranged somehow somewhere but you know you kind of have something relatively important to do in your in your uh, work life so <coughs> yeah <there> you know <laughs> eh, <whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff happens I, I it's can all, take a day off it's not important it, it's all heresy <laughs> It's all heresy. That's the important thing, right? It's all heresy one way or another. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, Oscar, like I said again, thanks very much, man, for coming on. Really appreciate it. And Thanks uh, for having me. We'll, uh, we'll catch you up next. We're going to catch you next week, we hope, for uh, an after-action report on Navario, if we can get that, get that all scheduled in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very, very cool, man. 
Well, thanks very much. And we'll play ourselves out now with a little bit more music and uh, get back to you guys after this tune.
report of the Lacon Heresy there with Oscar and Freddie. Now, uh, due to real life kind of getting in the way, we're actually recording this last sort of wrap-up segment a little bit further on, uh, a couple of days after the recording of the interview and everything with Oscar. So we're actually able to catch up on the first day of Warhammer Fest. So what we're going to do is going to quickly sort of blitz through what's been previewed talk about a few things that may stand out to us um, and then see you know sort of see where the conversation goes along there and then run into our standard wrap up um, going over events social media shout outs and anything else we want to talk about so that's the plan so guys let's uh, get on this one and thanks to big shout out first of all to battle bunnies um, and garrow uh, on on facebook and on the battle B- battle bunnies battle bunnies battle bunnies dot blogspot dot uk or dot se your primary source for all news rumors and event awesomeness because those guys just do some sort of job of absolute heroes and yeah so let's just have a quick look and the the top story of the day for me as far as 30k is concerned is Lehman Russ uh-huh. the Primark of the Basel's Legion is is getting ever so close to being completed and there's there's no pictures of his wolves which apparently are going to be part of the same kit um, coming out with him so I'm seeing those but and, and uh, the one thing that I'm, I'm kind of I try to look for is if it's going to be like the whole Ferris and Fulgrim thing if it's oh, supposed so, to man. join together, like in some sort of combat between oh, Magnus. So, and... Yeah, that would be really, that would be a really, really nice thing to do. Either that, or I, I, I probably see their field option here. I'd like to see it being able to line up against um, Angron. Could be against a bit of a Angron. Fun. Yeah, well, the, 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 the oh, yeah, story yeah. actually faced off against Angron. Um, that oh. could be kind of fun. It's not as as themey as going against Magnus, which makes way more sense. Oh. Well, he could just uh, continue running post. He could just continue running after breaking Magnus's back and just, eh, I'm done with you. Let, let me on. <laughs> I drop a shoulder into uh, anger. The next one. But um, I, I don't know what... I, I've got, I want to start on this one. I think it is absolutely beautiful. Um, I've been reading a bit on some of the reactions on some of the Facebook groups and a couple of people have said the armor's too ornate. They've been questioning where is his beard. Um, has he had a head swap with either Korax or Ful- uh, uh, Fulgrim? Because there's a huge similarity, but I think the model well, they is are just... brothers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're the same gene stock and all that. I, I honestly think his this model is just superbly stunning, and yeah. I cannot wait to see people start 
painting it once it's out. I think this is going to get so much love and attention. Well, it, the, the best part, what it seems like with the transfers, the the upgrade kits and everything, it seems like, like they're, it, for once, they'd be pre-prepared with everything for all out of uh, book seven. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I really like the, both the, the Norse and some Celtic uh, tone notes to it, the miniature, and if you look at the armor, it really yeah. ties it all together. Yeah, yeah I really like it. It's a that. Saxon. <laughs> it is. It's basically a Saxon in space. Um, yeah. But, uh, space Saxons. Yeah. Um, but no, I really, really like it. I mean, I saw the, um, the Weekender uh, photos a little while ago. Well, actually, on the day of the weekend, the last yeah. event, and even then, the sort of pre-work that was being pre- previewed there on him was looking really good. But this is when, this he, did, is, when he didn't even have his own head. Yeah, this is true. Um, you know, he was basically going the way of old Ferris Manus there. Um, yeah. But I happen to think this looks fucking, fucking gorgeous, and it's one of the Primark models outside of owning Perturabo that I really want to have. Um, because I think this is absolutely gorgeous. I really do. Um, so, yeah. Well, it's going to be fit well because I want to have Magnus. <laughs> Actually, I want to have all Primark's models. but Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too, but I'll prioritise the ones when I actually get some money and prioritise the ones I like to look at the most after buying Perforabo because he's just fucking epic. I don't give a shit yeah. about anybody else around here. And it, and it Tim really and makes Michael, sense. Tim and Michael, you hang shit on him all the time. Fuck you guys. Um, it really makes sense since you are playing Iron Warriors as well. Yeah, that does kind of help. What's this madness? <laughs> this is true. But I've heard a lot of uh, grumblings, however, with people saying, why do they make work on Lehman Russ now instead of the primers that don't exist? But mm. that's mainly because he's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the thing. With ah, um... uh, but we don't know that they're not working on the primers. Well, but they are. Uh, yeah, but, to some extent. I I know that Chris at Scattershop asked the same thing, but I was starting thinking, it's only two other Primarchs that haven't been done yet. Isn't that right? Uh, there's Alpharis hasn't been done, Magnus hasn't been done, Dawn hasn't yeah. been done. Um, who else are we missing on that list? Yeah, and Alpharius, and that's it. Yeah, so there's his three that haven't been done, to my knowledge. Um, three? Yeah, Alpharius, Dawn, and Magnus. Oh yeah, but Magnus doesn't have rules. And then you have Jagatai uh, Khan. Khan. Oh, Jagatai Khan. Sanguinius. Yeah. Thank you, Sanguinius. Oh, uh, God, there's five. Oh, dear Lord. Okay, we just and have one. Have have only two. Only two have rules. <laughs> what was the other one, Chris? And Lionel Johnson. <laughs> okay, so we've just offended half of the lo- uh, offended half of the main loyalist players. I'm not too sad about this, being an Iron Warrior. I don't really care, but, you know, sorry, boys. Um... <laughs> We, we will remember your Primarchs at some point, you know, when it becomes relevant, like when Sanguinius gets killed at the end. And oh, spoilers. Um, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, but uh, I think Lehman Russ is just looking absolutely stunning. And then to follow up that, not only is heating up, but two gigantic pieces of resin coming out as well would be the Mastodon and the Storm. Is it the Stormbird? Is it the Stormbird or the floaty, floaty big lump of resin? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a soccer pattern Stormbird. Soccer pattern Stormbird, yeah. Which people also have complained about because it doesn't look like the big one with the round giant fans that were pictured in, what was it, Second Ed or Rogue Trader? 
yeah, in one is, illustration. <laughs> this is meant to be like one version of it, though. So I mean, I, don't, I, I think you know, it's a soak our pattern. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like so basically, suck it up. <laughs> suck it up is my answer. Let's look at the dames of the Mars pattern rhino. They look kind of the same, but they're not the same. Exactly. Yeah. But let's not be too sensible about all this. Not be too sensible about that. It's, uh, I don't care. It's still on the buy list. Oh god, yeah, yes. it, it's one awesome kit. Again, uh, I, I would love to have the the so and the Stormbird, but I'm going for a Mastodon. Well, I need that. I need that with hazard stripes on. I need a fucking delivery system for the Mastodon so I can take it in my uh, death from above. Uh, Thunderhawk gunship transport. Thunderhawk transporter. Ah, oh, but they can't take the Mastodon though. And we'll take a Land Raider as the largest. Land Raider chassis. And we still had that argument because we haven't figured out if the Spartan is a Land Raider chassis. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure that it is a Land Raider chassis. But I tell you what, we'll put it out to the listeners. Drop us a drop us a post or a message on Facebook or drop us an email at therangianheresy uh, at gmail.com with some sort of page reference evidence of which, which way that question falls. Because... If it is, I think Freddie will be a happy boy. Uh, I know. <laughs> at least, at least can... I will fucking buy <laughs> Thunderhawk Passport and do a deep strike with with it with the Spartan. But let's be fair. With the Mastodon, you could have Angron standing on top with chains at the front, kind of like Paul, whatever is more deep from Deep riding it, to the, just riding it with just just <laughs> he he just he's ridden it through the atmosphere because it's fucking Angron. That guy should just halo from from orbit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't the old uh, Jagatai Khan fluff say that he rode around on top of a Razorback on Terra during the Battle for Terra? <laughs> Wouldn't yep. surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, but fuck me, that's that's just. Um, I, Who knows? I'm, Maybe he will get one. You know, as his upgrade. You know, <laughs> Dawn gets his Thunderbird or oh, Thunderbird, <laughs> Thunderhawk. Oh, that, uh, is, that is. You know, you were right. That's Thunderbird Four. That is a gigantic <laughs> yellow machine. Yeah. Move. Or the what you call it, uh, void, void, uh, void shield based on uh, set on it as well. Yep. Because yep. assassinating so, assassinating so, dawn would get rid of a quota of the um, angst on the uh, loyalist side. They can't let that happen. <laughs> well, then, uh, Mr. Khan, he's going to get his uh, race back. Maybe it's like the first pattern, so it's something special. Maybe it's like a Sicarian that's eventually going to turn, like you know. Ooh, some sort and of thing. That, that they have uh, reins uh, hooked to the steering wheel uh, or steering totally, controls. Totally has to, totally has to. Or <laughs> reins attached to a servitor. Yeah. It needs to be open-topped and shit. <laughs> Forge, if you're listening to this, I want tw- we want 20% of that design idea if it ever comes out. We want the 20% of anything you make of it. A- yeah. Everyone writing stuff, Dune style, you know, Moadib, on, yeah. on any kind of transport is trademarked by us. Yeah, we call that one. We call it it's ours. I'm not uh-huh. sure how 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 big a big a, big a stock they could take to dibs in the world of uh, contract law, but hey, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll fight our corner, goddammit. We'll fight our corner on that one. Um, but no, this with knowing the prices now, I mean, three hundred pounds for the Mastodon, pretty heavy, pretty weighty, but not bad. You know, really isn't that bad a price when you think of some of the things like you know. Titans, actual Warhound war Titans and stuff like that, um, and then the Sokar pattern. Well, what, what what other models do you get in that price range? Titans. A Warhound. A Warhound. A Warhound. 
since the river is about 480 or something like that. Yeah, okay. So it's basically it is to Warhound, and then you've got 750 for the Soka Pattern Stormbird. The only other thing in that price range <laughs> uh, is that your credit card shuddering there, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> your credit card going, no! It just melted. <laughs> I'm going to leave a beautiful corpse. <laughs> I'm not going to go. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, you were saying something there, buddy. I was just thinking the only other thing in the closed uh, price range is uh, the Thunderhawk, which is 425 Yeah. So that's a bit more expensive than the. Yeah, it's a bit more expensive, but I think for I, I'm 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 happy. I'm actually really, really, really happy with the price of the Mastodon. I thought it was going to be a lot more, um, so that makes me a very happy person because you know there is a potential reality that I might actually be able to own the damn thing. Um, well, as or, soon as you get get a job back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as soon as I, I get a contract and start earning some money, then yeah, um, I'm going to hide it all from my wife and buy Wars World resin crack with it. We all do that. We all do that. No, no. <laughs> um, by the way, Mrs., if you're listening to this, it's all lies. <laughs> yeah, honey, it's not true. I promise. I'll buy. I'll buy nice things for the house and the kids and stuff. And, and the whole reason why uh, my work credit card transaction sheet doesn't come to the house anymore has nothing to do with Fortran. That's all. That's all the national security. That's all that is. It's all national exactly. security. <laughs> need, need to know basis. Yeah, you don't need to know, honey. <laughs> but one of the funny things is that um, it's actually made me. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to feel about this. Is actually now seeing that the red scorpions are getting some some love, but they've got a mastodon in their artwork. Um, again, pictures from Battle Bunnies. Um, That's crazy. Their, though. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. They're they're also running uh, Tartarus pattern Terminator armor in there. Um, well, there's a peek of that in the color plate. They can see that at least uh, five of Tartar's armor in the Mastodon has survived 10,000 yeah. years leading after the heresy. They've just basically had a lot of incense and been well oiled. Yeah. yeah. Or they yeah. just found, oh, we found this locker. Locker contains some armor and a tank. Somebody opened yes. this garage. They did like, a, no, they did like a school trip to Istvan and just found some shit yeah. <laughs> lying around some rubble. Yeah, <laughs> they just somebody just found a locked container and went. Have we opened this in like no, not in ten thousand years? Okay, crack it. <laughs> it's like, dude, why did we not have this? So, yeah, yeah it's, uh, that large red sticker on it. Do not open till Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to see. I really like some of the min photos on the miniatures for new Imperial Armor book, but I don't really think that would be enough to lure me back into 40k. I'm 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 liking it, just looking at it going, well, I, I now feel a little more justification for whenever I want to um, bring something over from my army um, for my 40k army um, when I'm looking at the, the heresy stuff, but still not overly fussed about it all, if I'm honest. Well, the the reason, because uh, I always look at everything from a fluff, fluff perspective, yeah. it means that if I had that book and there was some 40k tournament and I wanted to create some more 30 curious people, I could yeah, probably use my legion and create a list and then, oh, you know, they yeah. got stuck in the warp, whatever, Yeah. and then uh, feel like a proper list. <coughs> I'm sorry. 
just uh, so take the it's more resin. <laughs> you can just take the route of the Thirteenth Company for the yeah last Black Crusade fluff. They just hey, we went into the warp and then we came back. Exactly. Yeah, but we saw what they, the what the GW design team did to them. Let's not let's let's never mention that again. Well, I did say <laughs> the Black Crusade fluff from the campaign. Okay, okay, all right. Not, you're not, off the retcon, not the retcon fluff. Not the retcon bullshit that's uh, currently out there now with uh, frosticles and, and whatever. The, and the fact that that entire crusade haven't hasn't happened yet. Yeah, there is that too. Yeah. Or is it? Or is it? But let's not get into talk because no. That's um, right. Just bomb Fenris. <laughs> Just bomb Fenris, because that makes sense. Um, yeah, they, so moving on to some other stuff that's been previewed. The uh, Horus Heresy Imperialist Army unit. Uh, 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 oh, sorry. Just spontaneously <laughs> okay. came in my pants. It's okay, Freddy. Go get some more tissues. We can wait. It's fine. <laughs> he's, in the la- he's in the laundry room. There should yeah, be, there should be a sheet. Sheet. That's why he's in the laundry room this whole time. It's yeah. just it's it's quicker to wash up afterwards. Yeah, I, I keep fucking swap undies. <laughs> I thought you're firing the tube socks into the washing machine as soon as they're done with yeah, but... yeah exactly um, and then I use uh, super glue for lubrication ow yeah <laughs> ow <laughs> anyway uh, the, I don't know if I'm the, the thing that worries me the most is that Chris said ow like he knows the pain or <laughs> well okay, not, uh... not, not, not from that area of the body but uh, I might have glued stuff to my tongue once uh, okay yes yeah, yeah, I've done that as well but anyway let's move on from that before we come yeah. across even more so, so the Crusade Imperialist Army List book yeah, it's moving swiftly on. And then the um, Age of Darkness army list as well, coming out. And then one that might might cause Freddy to make an even more um, R-rated noise is the uh, Special Edition Age of Darkness army list book. Yeah, the Black black Book. The Black Book, which is just... Yeah. Oh yeah, that's sexy. I'm sorry. Well, I have, all the, I have all the other Black Books, so I definitely... And it stands to reason that you have to have it. Like I had the first exactly. one. If I'm never going to buy a militia list, it doesn't really matter because I need to. Yeah, you need to have it because for tournaments and TO and rules and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The research field. Yeah. Sorry, well, I, just, I, just... I just put the beer in the wrong. <laughs> what do you mean rules and TOing? Those two don't work together. <laughs> don't think I, oh, maybe I, maybe I was talking about player packs. I don't know. Somebody, yeah. Something that nobody just ever re- reads. Just read the FAQ. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, the, I'll tell you what I, I am liking the look of though and I'm very happy that uh, my boys are involved in this is the Legion dice set yeah they're very very sexy I mean unfortunately I think they're going to be horrifically priced for a small amount of dice but then again it's Forge we, really, we shouldn't really be surprised at anything that comes out horrifically priced you could just uh, because I remember last time they did the Tyranny dice and they did something else it wasn't too expensive well, so no, I think the they, I thing. think the, 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 I say, take it, take this with as much salt as you will, but I, without any sort of confirmation information, unless Chris corrects me in a minute, because he's read everything and I'm just looking at pictures, um, they were talking about £16 for 10, which is one, like £1.60 a dice. Uh, so what's that, 200 kroners? 200 plus kroners, probably like, 20, so like rough guess. Thir- $32 dues. Uh, well, probably about thirty-two dollars, and then half of the Opera House for um, yeah. Australia. Um, on the other hand, in the 
in the photos of the dice that's pictured, there are 16, 15 or 16 dice. Well, I'm hoping that I'm wrong. And that's I'm hoping a, they're um, actually... The, the one thing I'm wondering about is if, if there is a scatter dice in there. Historically, they tend not to have one. Uh, oh, it's on and off. Like I remember, the, you guys remember the Inquisitor kind of uh, 3D yep, yep. role-playing game? Is that yep, die yep. set you actually got scattered us? And in the old uh, melting uh, 40k dice, you get got one as well, I think. Yeah, and uh, you got them in the plastic dust cubes as well. Yeah, the giant dice, which are, which I love because they're brilliant for turn markers. Uh, but did you get? Did you look at these. Uh, the pictures of the dice there don't seem to be any but no. that we don't know because we don't have a set of them yet yeah. <laughs> i intend to get yeah. some i do intend to get some i do intend to get some because i have the talking about dice something yeah. totally random because i have that connection from way yeah. i was yeah. thinking about doing the same thing for scanners but with our kind of logo that it. would be yeah. so cool that would be so cool we'll like, see if we can bag. talk about getting the getting the podcast to sponsor sponsor maybe <laughs> I sponsor myself. That's... But uh, well, yeah, the podcast is all three of us, so maybe we can do something together. <laughs> See what we can get done. But uh, so that yeah. one student well, has no income, and then it's I. <laughs> well, look at this. There's no I in team, Freddy. Uh, There's no Freddy, I in team. Freddy, that's alright. Put it I like this. My credit card is all good. Hey. Put it like this. The student is one is uh, the second highest earner in the group. <laughs> that's even sadder. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Well, for now. Oh, yeah. For now. For now. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Three weeks. Two weeks. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's, so the dice are cool. And, oh, my God, Holly Goodwin and whoever else has been doing the work, those transfer sheets are some kind of sexy. I mean, I love Space Wolves ones. Don't get me wrong, but, my oh, God, the thousands. thousands. Yeah, and the uh, just... world leaders. Oh, I need to buy it now. But the problem is I've already decided oh. my black shields will be Astro Claws. Fuck. Well, it doesn't matter. No, you don't have to use the black shield transfer sheet because they were they're basically just suggested warbands that yeah. you could use if you want to. That's right. Have you Give seen me the a... designs? Come yeah, on, you want to use yeah. these things. Well, of course, but I'm just trying to help him feel better with his choice of... Well, the uh, inferior choice of uh, Astro Claws. That's, a, that's all right. I'm going to use them. and I, I can use bits and pieces of the... Like, make his squads individualized and shit. Yeah, that's true. But seriously, the, the, the Thousand Suns ones are just fucking amazing. I think they, they're so, so pretty. Um, I mean, I, I'm absolutely in love with the ones for the Iron Warriors. I've got a sheet right next to me. Um, oh, yeah, the new, the new ones are like... Oh, you can't even compare them to the old ones. Lovely. It's... No, no, no. Which reminds I... me, I need to invest in some Microsoft, Microsoft soon. Because I'm, I'm gonna batch transfer all my my entire army at the same time and then weather them afterwards. Yeah, so, that, yeah. Um, that, that makes sense. It's way less yeah. work that, that way. Yeah, that, and I want to get the weathering consistent across yeah. the whole army. So, um, and then there's the uh, event we've seen uh, the event only captain. Um, and yeah. is this is a Terminator captain? Yeah, it, that's at least how uh, he was listed where I read it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. I hope gets hit by a bus well, for that. Actually, the eBay listing came up, I think, yesterday, even before the event has started. So someone was a bit opportunistic, I think. Yeah, I'm just hoping <laughs> that somebody finds out who it is and he gets kneecapped by a bus. 
And but if, uh, he's listen, if he's listening to the podcast, all power to you, brother. But seriously, <laughs> you can still listen to us from a hospital bed with broken knees. Oh, we um, and the uh, uh, forgive you. Yeah, and he he did the slide. Of course, terminate the captain event only. Yeah. So, I, wonder if he gets any rules like the ones last year got. I think he will. I think under delegatus. I think it's a stunning model. I really do. I want one. Um, want several of them to be fair. I want. Um, I want everything. <laughs> um, and I want then, it now. Uh, no, I'm not going to do a musical break just to cut the Queen. Um, <laughs> maybe I will. We'll see how I edit this. Um, and then there's the um, the upgrade kits. So the Death Guard, Power Scythes, the Emperor's Children. Uh, Phoenix Spears, the Nostromon Changle coming out, and the Ultramarine Boarding Shields. I'm a bit... <laughs> uh, like... Just left field. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, it's like, I, okay, I'll, guys. I'll tell two things about that. The first one is about fucking time. The second one, uh, boohoo for all third market fucking people. Yeah, I mean, power to, to the guys who've gone out and there made stuff. I mean, there's some miniature producers. I mean, my Typhon is getting some love from uh, my converted typhoon is getting some love from uh, puppet wars uh their big mama upgrade um will do the job but you know there's some stuff i'm not disappointed that it's getting and these these are just really nice pieces but why do the ultramarines keep getting all the cool looking shit i get some traitor related shields well, well i there. think uh, if they sell a decent amount of these they yeah. definitely gonna start having yeah. And uh, one can just wonder if the 30, 40k Ultramarines will get a unit with shields in the next update. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> look, you've now just got some very nifty Storm Shields for your command squads or whatever units can take them, probably or, veterans or something. Or tactical Marines with heavy weapons um, and Storm Shields. <laughs> yeah, because fucking Ultramarines steal everything that's good that everybody else has. Um... But the, move on, uh, move on. <laughs> moving on before I get yeah. more bitter. Um, the Moritat model. I really yeah. like the look of the Moritat. Yeah, I like it, yeah. but it feels a bit late because I know that wanted a Moritat built one like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's kind of pretty. I think I think the model itself is very very nice. Um, I mean, but yeah. so so especially now with like the calf box, there's so many Moritats running around that's converted from the. The freaking um, chaplain. chaplain. Okay. It's good to, to mix stuff up. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not, not saying it like that. That's it might this might, must possibly be a beautiful model and would be great as a base of for merch or something else. Yeah, this is true. They got I just hope you get like heaps of pistol options within. Yeah. Like, there's at least two. By the look of it, there's at least two two pistol options that they're showing there. I'm not exactly sure which one they are, but uh, one looks like a plasma possibly. Um, not Looks sure. like either a bolt or a bolt pistol and a plasma pistol, actually. Yeah, looks like a good mix there. It's a be- um, it looks like a belt-fed bolter as well. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But then he is all about the Dakar, really, isn't he? So, yeah. It's kind of cool. But, um, yeah, no, I was going to say, the, the next thing's coming up is uh, Mechanicum. Uh, yep. The, what's that, the Vel- Velterax? Volterax Stratos Automata. Thank you very much, Archmagos. Um, it's the, basically the precursor to what is it, the Plague Drone? What yeah, is this is one of, these guys were previewed. There's a preview of these at the last at the weekender as well. 
and they looked a lot more like the um, oh, yeah, what do you call it? Aren't they called the plague drones? No, plague plague drones from yeah, plague from... drones. They looked a lot more like the plague drones um, in the preview. Yeah, but uh... well, it makes sense. Like they they needed to have some regular drones before they turned into plague drones. <laughs> No, it's true. It's just more that literally the, the model looked very much the same. This one's a lot uh, has a has the jet turbines rather than the bigger um, the bigger uh, what do you call uh, helicopter blade style yeah. lifters and stuff. So it's it's very cool. I like them. And then you've also got the uh, Macroid uh, Explorator. Yeah. Yep. So what's what's your love for that, Chris? I'm still building my own. That's my verdict on that one. I like. No, it, I like. It, it, it looks I, very round and artistic. So yeah, I like really it. Well it, it looks quite beefy and it's uh, quite similar in design to an up armor Triaros. But yeah. why? Why are the sponsors on the inside of the tracks? <laughs> that's my no details. And that's one of my beef with it. Actually, because Mechanicum. <laughs> yeah. Look at the. I love in the knights uh, Mechanicum uh, Serastus knight heads as well. Yeah, so very very cool. I wonder if those would be like an upgrade kit or new knight chassis, new knights. Well, yeah, I'm thinking upgrade option, but you want to talk about new knight chassis? You want to talk about knight? What the hell is that? Porphyron. The Castus Knight Porphyron. Thank you for the educated one. Something like that. Or the Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, that thing's fucking huge, knight. Yeah, um, it's a bit larger that's... than the one preview that uh, the Weekender. Well, it, it's they've given us a scale reference, and it's they, like they had me. one. They had one during the Weekender as well, next to the other two night chassis. Well, obviously, and... somebody went here, take drink some whey protein, and here rub this mysterious gel all over yourself, and you'll feel fine in the morning. Oh, you know, go 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 home. That's how it is. It, it makes it makes sense because it needs to be more up armored and have a more powerful reactor to power those weapons yeah yeah as long as they're not like we said we talked about before we went on air not as long as they're not the Cerberus destroyer guns I think <laughs> they're fine yeah. I think they're some kind of uh, lighter turbo laser or something they're I have they're just beautiful I mean they, 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 they probably have like the Falchion uh, guns on there yeah but I hope the Cerberus is actually going to get an FAQ and some extra love because right now there's no point in taking it. <laughs> but at least to remove the possibility of it dying as it is now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Doing nothing and then dying. I'm loving I'm loving the um there's a couple of comments I'm just reading on the Battle Bunny thing as we're talking. And I love this. Uh, one of them, is there any in one guy says, is there any in universe explanation for the amount of rear armor it has? One of the, my favorite um favorite my favorite response is Getting it shot in the engine sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why you put more armor somewhere because you want to get blown up from there. Yeah. Um, but but dear God, this thing is just—I I don't know how it's up there with a the Mastodon for me. I, I want one. I think it would be. I could have a lovely place alongside my my Knight Acheron and the other knights I plan to get, and I think it would just be fucking awesome to have that thing. I mean, the Jesus, the rocket launches it's got out the top look amazing alone. But the detailing on the power generators for the weapons and everything is just—I think it's like the, the rocket pod because it like it can slot into the head or the, ch- yeah. the chassis when it walks. Yeah, which then is cool. I mean, sorry, man, go on. No, it's, it's a, yeah, I was agreeing. 
Ah, okay. <laughs> instead of but... the instead of the regular GV plastic one where it just sits on top of the knight and the talk. Yeah. That's yeah. I think it's um I think I think that's one of the, what I love the key things about the in general key things about Forge World is they go for that level of detail. It's like let's let's make it, you know, we're going to take it make it in bits. Let's put some effort into it. Let's actually make it so you could literally lift it up and down in the game if you wanted to kind of thing i mean you probably have to put some magnets into act as hinges but i reckon you could do it it's I mean, the it same cool. same thing with the domitar yeah but the, in the cow, cow on head instead that's very cool and then uh, as a, a macacum you're going to have to be uh, a little bit happy the secretarii hopolites upgrade set coming yeah. out and it's, it's it's clearly an upgrade set as that's what the slide yeah, says so it's and an upgrade I, set to what uh, reg- regular 40k ones, the yeah. Vanguard and uh, Ranger ah. kit. Basically, uh, buy, buy one of those and then upgrade them with resin. Considering I have like 20 bodies just lying around, I'm not, happy that, man. I'm not that fast with. Uh, and I think it makes sense considering they're releasing the Imperial Armor book with uh, Admech Adme- and Tau. That they make. Uh, well, more would be then if they actually do uh, like a proper Titan. Legion list where you can have all the support options and stuff like Mechanicums in, like you had in Epic, like you had Mechanicum yeah. units in yeah. uh, Land Raiders, Guitaris in Land Raiders and shit. Yeah, that would be awesome. And I wouldn't mind ha- having these as a card for my own. That would look pretty cool. Yeah, because they get fearless, don't they, anyway? So. Yeah, within a number of inches from God Engine. Which yeah. is where they. Damn, that thing's big. We, we, we're going to have to worship and respect that. I, it's, a, it's more like this. Either we advance or we get crushed behind us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think that's hilarious, but I think it's it's brilliant that they're bringing out these sorts of models now. It really adds a whole flavour to it. Yeah. Um, I'm just yeah. having a look now. The, the next thing that sort of jumped out to me that's kind of important is they're now talking about, they're down to releasing colour plates for Prospero. Uh, and there's a whole section on Prospero and they're sort of showing a. Again, credit to Battle Bunnies, not to not to lose where we're getting this information from. Um, they've updated the timeline, and Prospero is is there, and it's looking at Prospero and Charlotte of uh, Space Wolf Legionnaire, Space Wolf Dreadnought, which just looks so beautiful. With again, with that Celtic um, sort of kind of look of. Um, Work on the armor and yeah. everywhere. Just that's a uh, Leviathan as well. Shit, yeah. I've just I was just gonna, gonna point that out. It's a slightly larger version of a dreadnought. Fuck me, that's a Leviathan. That's that's even With more pretty then. Snippy claw and uh, melt cannon. Snippy claw and melt lance. So basically, bad day and really bad day. Yeah. Uh, for the and then they're showing the um, Mark. So Mark Mark three. Yeah, Mark three. The Mark three. Yeah, yeah Mark three. Um, uh, Thousand Sons uh, Legionnaire, and then the Chum Chum Dreadnought. Yep. Which, uh, which I think is kind of cool. I, mean, I know people are kind of divided over the whole headdress thing. Um, I was I was I looking at it cool. in detail yesterday, and man, I'm sold. It looks fucking good. And I think it looks really cool. And to be fair, it's not the Iron Warrior Contemptor. <laughs> yeah, the less said about that, the better. Because <laughs> that one is just weird. Is very very. Uh, well. I think the head is fucked up on that one. Well, which is a shame because it's really a nice model. Otherwise, but that, that's why yeah. the most Iron Warriors I know, Iron Warriors I know, used the Death Guard one 
because it looks more up armored. Yeah, I, I think I'm honestly thinking about buying the Iron Warriors one though and um, modding it with a few bits yeah. uh, to change the head up. Um, well, actually, I think like that uh, has done exactly the same thing, but he's gotten you know the, you can get the Havoc launcher with the head with the targeting thingy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's put that head on the Iron Warrior one. It works really nice. Nice. And as for the Death Guard one, I I've used that I've used the Death Guard one for my world leaders. I just yeah. carved off the Death Guard symbols and it because it looks really world eaterish. Yeah. yeah, they seem to have got a really good good model on the um, on the Death Guard Contemptor. I mean, I, I I think it it fits really well for a number of different things like we've kind of saying there, and I really like it. Yeah. I'm just I'm just yeah. waiting for the Blood Angel one. I really want that one. I don't really care how it looks at the moment. <laughs> I'd be interested to see how it looks, honestly. I think it'd be kind of interesting to see how that one plays out. Then you get um, then you get the mindfuck of it. Well, it's a librarian one. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has psychic power flight. What? Oh, well. I, no. This is not Flashbacks. 40k. Flashbacks 40k. Oh, no. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, back off, back off. But I'm, think, I'm looking forward to the Blood Angel ones as well because I'm thinking about, uh, you know, a bit of uh, sculpting knife and it becomes a really nice Empress Children one. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, I can say that as a Blood Angel player, I'm looking at the Empress Children models for the same reason. Yeah. Bit of sculpting and they are Blood Angels. <laughs> yeah, because I've used the, the heads from the Blood, Blood Angels and slot them in with my Empress Children. Yeah. And but to be fair, I've taken I've taken the um, I've used some of the Dark Angel heads on the Iron Warriors because um, I think they look very um, very sort of metal if I put it one way. Uh, I think they they fit quite well. Yeah, and it uh, looks it can always enhance the look as long as it don't go overboard with it. Exactly, exactly. And I think um, yeah, I, th I think you know I, I I like repurposing stuff from different legions as long as you treat it properly. Um, you know, all the insignias disappear, and you you put a bit of effort into painting it to make it look good. I think yeah. it's perfectly fine. Um, so one one last thing I wanted to touch on um, before we sort of move on to our the the sort of usual wrap up is the merchandise. GW oh, yeah. are actually doing proper merchandise, and not just a dice cup for Christmas or you know. A cup that you could buy at IKEA and put a put a transfer on or whatever, and then bake it in the oven, and then you know as a paint cup and whatever <laughs> you know proper proper merchandise. I mean the the caps, the baseball caps look good quality. The t-shirts look awesome. Then they have the mugs, the yeah. Legion and the Fires of Syraxis Titan mug and stuff like that. Yeah, I I need to own the Bitter Iron t-shirt. I need to own that. Um, I need to have that. That that is almost tattoo level quality. In like, oh, I could have that as a tattoo quite happily. Yeah. Um, the Space Wolves one looks beautiful. Um, I've had a yeah. great. Uh, have, have well, a, we can't remember. We shouldn't forget that this is the second stab they have at merchandising. The first one was like with the was it Save to Faint? Oh yeah. The, and they had a. What was it called? The Bulldog Battle Gear or something like that? Yeah. Way back. Yeah, they work. That's well, they they did one recently where uh, well, I think they've licensed it out the custom leather jackets. Um, yeah, they were putting an opinion I, I, up for. 
remember the Bulldog Batgear, whatever they were called. They had like these metal badges from and cap badges yeah. and stuff like that from the Tanith and uh, the Imperial yeah, Eagle stuff, and the Cas- Neo Stars. That's what stuff's fun. I like that yeah. sort of stuff myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of wrapping up what we've seen come out. There's been a couple of photos of um, oh, what is it? Uh, Armageddon, epic. Adeptus uh, Titanicus Horus Heresy. Thank you very much, Chris. That's the, yeah. the words I was looking for. Um, yeah, basically. There have been some stuff come up and the rumours that I read online were it would be probably a year or so because they're after Blood doing Bowl. a lot of the, yeah after Blood Bowl which yay Blood Bowl <laughs> I can't yeah. wait yeah um, that's such an old favourite of mine um, but uh, yeah they're looking at um, about a year or so with some new sculpts and bits and pieces which I think is just going to be awesome and that's just going to add another level to heresy and yeah. being able to do okay. you know full scale literally full scale um, different levels, different places in orbit, because we're hoping Gothic will come back as well. You know, so many different options. And I just read a rumor that it says Adeptus Titanus being done by a specialist games team will probably ga- be game after Blood Bowl, probably next year. Resin models and rescaled. Rescaled. That's it. Then maybe I wonder if they're going up to 10 or 15 millimeter. I think eight. Six. Eight, eight, actually. Uh, so we'll see. see we'll see. Yeah. but um, I think I think uh, I like to call this a twist of fate that we've been able to put this together um, and sort of talk about this because I think the stuff coming out of Warhammer Fest is, is really good again I personally I think it's another win for the heresy and the stuff that's coming out yeah. and yeah absolutely stunning um, right. I just hope they're not going to rescale it because then I can repurpose all my old stuff from- well <laughs> as, as long as they don't risk it up to 10 or 15 it shouldn't be that big a difference between Six eight. Eight. It would be noticeable. It would be noticeable, but mm-hmm. it could be. It shouldn't difficult. ruin your day completely. If it's only Titans, it could work. If you're yeah, having yeah. a it would look a bit odd. Yeah, this is true. So anyway, let's let's step on a little bit from uh, from that. And thank you to again, thank you to Bow Bunnies and everybody who's been out and about putting stuff online. It's it's really good to get that sort of stuff up and about for people to see who who can't make it to those events. And yeah, big shout out to you guys for actually effectively working at what is a fun event and getting to see stuff and putting such good effort into making it possible for us all to look at. Um, yeah, make the rest of us jealous. <laughs> yes, this is true. Very, very true. So what <laughs> I'll do now is I'll give us a very quick uh, break and then we'll come back and actually get our wrap up done. So we'll catch you on the other side.
as we've all seen on TV, explosions and swords, hot girls in reward, and in the games you play, you are the hero of the day, but outside that land, your head's in the And you think you are bold and you think you are brave When push comes to shove, you know it's a vain You're better off if you choose to abstain Your fear is your grave Turn your head
and here we are on the other side and now we're actually going to get into our wrap-up so try. first up we're going to try let's be fair you know we'll give it a good good old college try or whatever you want to say uh first off we're going to give a big shout out to our own freddy's uh charity work that he's doing uh, raising awareness and funding for research into curing dmd is that right am i getting it yep. right there freddy dmd perfect D&D, and we want to get, the, not, not Dungeons & Dragons, we don't want to research that, that's like on a fifth head already, it's DMD, Delta Mike Delta, um, it's worth a look at, if you have a look on our uh, Facebook page for the, the, the Vrangian Heresy podcast, you can see uh, Freddie's uh, very personal page that he's put together with all the details, and it ties into a raffle, which I think is the coolest way of picking up a warlord, that is a warlord, titan painted by chris and the guys at scattershot painting um for the summary price of one ticket you could potentially win no guarantees made for 35 dollars yeah. and that is just freaking amazing and um, uh if, if you want to have a look there's heaps of uh work in progress uh, photos that's chris because yeah. uh, you know i talk to him regularly and stuff and uh well i kind of mentally tried to help him out gluing in the motherfucker together last time <laughs> but he uh, he's uh, done like a painting scheme for the head and stuff and uh, well I guess we're going to put up some with first yeah. well I guess into our work yeah I'm work. going to put up a... yeah. but otherwise as long as you kind of follow the event for the draw because the draw is going to be on 16th of October uh, we'll we'll keep posting like a working progress, progress photos there and yeah man it's looking good <laughs> It's looking absolutely stunning. I mean, I said it before, I said it the last episode, Chris's work, the guys at Scattershot Painting, fantastic work, but man, it is just gorgeous. Um, it really, really is. Um, I can't wait to see the full thing, and God only knows I'd love to win the win the thing. Um, that would be very, very cool. But most importantly, and this is key, the, the actual reason behind it is for raising money to win on a disease that really needs some attention and some funding to get it basically kicked in the testicles and gotten out of the uh, gotten out of the uh, evolutionary chain uh, as part of the shout out the guys on the forgotten legion uh, chris and uh, the guys down there chris and josh and you know, the rest of the team um who are putting together a live telethon which is old school old school kind of fundraising so much fun yeah. um, i think the guys are talking around the 18th of june it's not i don't think they've nailed it down 100% yet but the plan is to basically go live uh, I believe it's like a live uh, YouTube webcast uh, format extravaganza extravaganza <laughs> yeah um, and then we'll have uh, they'll have um, podcasts from around the world uh, the 30 and yours getting involved. yeah I've said I'm not working uh, my current plans I'm not uh, I'm not involved in anything in real life that weekend so I'll, uh, I'll make an effort to be part of it as well which I think would be pretty cool to get uh get the podcast represented on there. I mean, Freddie, you're there as like the man of the moment, but uh, to get set in there as well, um, which I think would be a lot of fun. And they're going to have just a, a blast doing it. And again, through them, you can make donations to the to the uh, the cause. And again, any any donation of $35, I believe, or over. I don't know the the, the setup yet. You have to we'll get the TFL guys on to talk about it very close to the date. Um, but that will buy you a ticket into the raffle as well, which I think yeah. is very, very cool of them. 
it's like super cool because you have uh, podcasters from Canada, from United States, from Europe, from England, from Australia. It's like we just need to get some Asian podcasters or African ones. Yeah. Asian or Asian African or you know get oh. South America in there as well. Currently, when we are already talking about different continents, have a podcast from Antarctica as well, from one of the research research stations. Yeah, that would be cool. Focus, let's do that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so they they're doing a really great piece, and I'm gonna I want to have something else out as well while I've got it. And it's the uh, GoFundMe GoFundMe or uh, Kickstarter. I'm uh, just using Kickstarter. Kickstarter. The it's on our pay, on our uh, podcast page. And basically, Chris from Scattershot Painting is looking to set up a store, um, a shop front, a gaming center, basically, for his area, his sort of local area, because he wants to really bring hobby back to uh, an accessible level and get people uh, off the streets and having fun and being um, addicted to resin and plastic crack, which is you know, way more expensive than other illegal drugs, um, and getting them into... Uh, getting them into into that and really trying to up the uh, up the options for people around there and he's got to go uh, he's got a page which you can find them to on our website hey, or on facebook page actually got the address in front of me oh perfect if you got it there it's a gofundme.com dash scattershot hobbies that's it so gofundme say again chris was it gofundme.com dash scattershot hobbies gofundme.com dash scattershot hobbies Go and take a look at it. Go see what Chris is actually trying to do, and really, um, really think about putting some money into it because I think it's a fantastic, fantastic thing to do. Um, so yeah, I wanted to give that a shout out because yep. Chris is really helping with the raffle. He's a great guy, does some very good stuff around the community, and you know, just can't do enough to give him a shout out. Yeah, and no one loses out if Bobby gets stronger, regardless of Never. where in the world. This is true. It only it only ups the game of everybody around. So. It's a, a very cool thing. So that's sort of the major charity work. We've covered the raffle and mentioned it's on the Facebook, which is cool. Uh, we're going to jump into uh, events. Um, at the time of recording, the, this section will have uh, actually just passed the uh, second Avaria cluster event, which took place here in Malmö. Malmö. Um, <laughs> Malma, and um, yeah, uh, the guy. The guys were playing. Uh, I think it was three games of two thousand points. Um, down Malma, so very very cool stuff for our uh, sister podcast, uh, the Northern Heresy. Jens was down from that. Uh, he and I actually hung out with one of the other guys, Eric. Uh, we hung out on my work and ate barbecue food and drank beer and talked events and stuff. Uh, very cool guys, and it looks like they had a lot of fun today in Malmo playing uh, 30k. So we're actually going to get, uh, hopefully, going to get um, Oscar back on to do an after-action report on on Navarii. And as Freddy is off into the wilds of wherever, <laughs> I'm going to say anything more than that because it might get I might get cut off by the Inquisition here. You never know. Yeah. Um, then uh, we're, we're going to ask Oscar to come in and uh, sit in as host for us next week and do the after-action report as well, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, if not, we'll see if we can get Jens to come in or get another guest host in to join us for a little bit. Or um, even both. So that's, or even both. Who knows? We might be very lucky. That would be pretty cool. Um, and the guys in Malmo have got uh, two more 
of REI cluster events planned for this year. I think one's going to be late summer, and then the last one is going to come in sort of mid mid winter ish uh, to round out the year. Um, I know that Eric is looking at an event uh, in sort of middle of middle of Sweden um, around the end of October. Yeah, the um, the Boroscon or what? That's it, Boris Khan. I think he's trying. He's trying to get 30k in there yeah. because the 40k scene has died off there, and he thinks it's prime for getting it's the a, uh, 30k scene in there. I think it's called Boros Spelkonvent or something like that. Yeah, so Boris Khan is what we're going to go with right now. <laughs> I, 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 it was way better. I have it. Yeah. I have attended that in the past when I lived in Boros. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully see some very. Um, very awesome, uh, what you call it, uh, heresy stuff going on there, which would be very, very cool if that can happen. Yeah, I think I, uh, I've been talking to Eric, and I think he's about, you know, 90% committed to jump down and run the whole thing. Yeah, so. I've, I've been in talks with him as well for the some part of the organization of it, I think. We'll see what happens, hopefully. Yeah. And we've been, we've, I was talking to him and just sort of saying, I think it's a really cool idea that he's putting that into play. Um, which is very very awesome um, and then coming up in again mentioning October we have the burning of Skandis Prime yeah pick a your two side day, yeah two, a, a two day if you're any more hard for heresy you would be opening lift doors from 10 feet away uh, you know. that our, uh, our lovely skewer people is, is running <laughs> Skewer people, it it would be all sort of Game of Thrones, skewer from behind kind of thing. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, we're really looking forward to that. Uh, do you want to just give a quick, yeah. another quick brief over on that? Well, it's uh, well, the main event is three thousand points. No questions asked. No fucking marks. No kind of limitation, except that you have to pick a force organization shot from any of the thirty k publications, and it needs to be three thousand points. Also, you did, you did say no relics, right? No relics, yeah. Because we're keeping the whole event raw. Rules as written. And uh, also, besides that, if that wasn't enough, you need to bring 1,000 points of Zone Mortalis because we're going to have uh, a couple of Zone Mortalis boards there as well for the matchups. And uh, after the first day, after the event, and everyone's had like a pizza and co copious amount of alcohol, we're going to run a night joust, and the rules for the night joust are any, anyone needs needs to bring a Lord of War or a Super Heavy, just one model, up to the point value of 500 points. So either you can buy something, you know, maybe a Cerberus <laughs> that's not that expensive, or a Typhon, or you can have Perturabo, Mr. J, running around. Oh, I'm looking I'm looking at my Uncle Purdy and seeing about bringing him along. Yep. But then again, I might, might roll my Typhon up. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Paint your night. Shut up, you. Yeah, so have a reason to pay tonight. Uh, yeah, so, so there's, like, that's the only requirement. You need like a Lord of War or you need a Super Heavy to partake in, in the evening's enjoyment. And that's going to go on yeah. until one side wins. And the missions and stuff are up on the Facebook page. Just search for the burning of Scandus Prime or Scandus or Scandus Prime or something, and eventually you're going to get that. Uh, hopefully we're going to have it in the you know, show notes at the end, so you can just click that shit as well. I'm working away yeah, on the player definitely. packs, uh, kind of finalizing the missions, because it's, for the main events, they're going to be set missions, except when you play on the Zone Mortalis board, then you'll have separate missions. 
So there will be five solar metallist missions, five normal 3,000-point missions. Cool. I was thinking about the clarification there. The solar metallist sideboard, it's is it it's allowed to both to take it from your main list and have or have another list yeah, entirely, it, right? Any other list, as long as it's the same faction as you've signed up to play as. Yep. So if you play traitors, obviously you have to be a traitor, uh, so on Mortalis list. Yep. Because otherwise very it's just cool. going to be weird. Yeah, I just thought... I'm very fucking confused. I thought we should put, put it in there. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll put it in the place like this to be mm-hmm. sure that you can't swap sides with your sideboard. Yeah, and then... Uh, I, might be, I might be a little bit drunk there, and I, I can't fucking keep track of the draw there. <laughs> And also, well, it makes more sense if you think about how the actual the matchups are with the general presenting list to each other's. Uh, yeah. So if someone says like, okay, there's only the two zone metallic boards, then they have to match up the zone metallic players as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you can say I'm I'm picking the zone metallic list Blair to fight on zone metallic board one. Who are you going to face me with? And yeah. obviously the other one. And the Somatalis is a little bit more strict, so you can, you have to pick the Somatalis Combatant Force Organization shot. Okay. And it's up to a thousand points. But all, all of that... The, it's, ju- it's the Combatant yeah, list. Only yeah, the that's, combatant the, list. that's the one troop, one HQ mandatory, right? That's right. Yeah. Cool. Okay, got that covered. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> without buying 50,000 new models and stuff unless I get the job and then I'm going to go fucking crazy <laughs> no but um, it's good like because most people kind of collect more than one uh, legion or army or whatnot, uh, and this gives yeah. them um, a perfect reason to actually bring that along so, and field it very true very very true which is very cool and I do want to say that we, we actually have something a little bit we're adding our own little bit of fun to this from the uh, a gift from the Varangian and Heresy podcast to you, Freddie, All right. as a member of the podcast, and I'm going to let Chris explain this one. Oh, the challenge, you mean? The challenge, yeah. yes, the challenge. We have we have planned a box dread challenge, and it all started with me thinking that I should make a dreadnought. I have like four box dreadnoughts just lying around in a drawer, so could use those. And uh, then I challenged Jody to make one as well for his Iron Warriors for Scandus. Because he wanted a uh, somewhat heavy hitter for his uh, Somertalis force, and uh, this, cha- this challenge is to make box red, and which might be a challenge actually. So it's a conversion challenge where you should convert and paint a standard box red, legion or black shield, traitor or loyalist, and that's builder's sh- choice. And the rules are the basically use the games work to plastic red and. Uh, you can't use contempt of parts. Make it cool and distinctive. All right. Uh, it's got to, it's got to be game legal, so you've got to be able to basically make it happen within the points. Wasn't that's what we kind of came up with? Yeah. yeah. So you have, have the Sorry. options. Uh, well, the current Crusade Army list, right? I think it is still called that. Yeah. yeah. So you have the rules in there. You have the small notes in the FAQ, but I don't think they should be much of a hindrance. So, so as long as you follow the rules uh, and add FAQ on it just that it's like uh, what an extra attack or something and swap around ballistic and weapon skill yeah something like that 
And it also clarifies what a dreadnought close combat weapon with chain weapon is, or something like that. Nothing, uh, nothing that really matters for this challenge. Which is very cool. And that means also, if you build one for Blood Angels, you could use the assault cannons. In... <laughs> Someone has already Who? thought about that. Who presented this? Yeah, challenge? I was going to say, who's been thinking about that one, Christopher? Well, uh, I might have started planning mine already. Okay, and I'm I'm actually going to I haven't told anyone this, but I'm actually going to put up a prize for the best box dread. And I've got this here in my hands right now. I have a copy of uh, well, one of uh, number 125 of 128. Uh, pa- uh, it's a poster of the Emperor's Palace. It was done uh, last year, end of last year. That was the sound of the tube opening, by the way. Uh, end of last year, and they're limited edition. One of, uh, like I say, one of 328 that were actually released. And I picked up two of them. One I gave to my friend for Christmas because he loves this sort of stuff. And the second one, which is the one I have in my hands here, will be going out as a prize for the best box dread. Ooh. And that will be. We'll, we'll try and do a. I think maybe we'll just do a player's choice on the best box dread, and then that person will basically pick up this poster. So this is for anybody taking part of Scandus. Um, it might just be the three of us, or we'll see whoever else joins in. Um, but yeah, make a box dread, make it game legal, and make it cool. Yeah. Well, you know, just... because you did this, I can't be you know, less worse than that. I have a mark for uh, Tech Marine that I'm never ever going to put together. Unfortunately, I kind of damaged his axe a little bit while moving him from box to box and not because <laughs> I can't figure out where to put it. So I'm going to chuck that in for the uh, as well. I mean, well, for the cool. That quite forces me to look through my box as well and see what I could put forward as price but so there, there will be a little pro, a little prize selection from us at the varangian heresy to everyone who takes part in it and like i said we will get player's choice from the weekend and the coolest box dread yeah. wins and uh, there will be a bit of uh, information post posted on the facebook page when we have settled all the details in word format yeah. basically perfect so we'll do that that's a little bit of fun for uh, for everyone to be taking part in. On top of collecting and painting a three thousand point army, collecting and painting if you don't already have it a thousand point Zomatala sideboard, and collecting and painting a Lord of War choice up to five hundred points. So in other words, get on it. Or super heavy. Yeah, super heavy. Or yeah, or super heavy. Or super heavy. Yes, my apologies. So basically, get a on gorgon. it. No excuses. <laughs> sure. Yeah. A Gorgon transport. <laughs> Let's get a Gorgon transport. <laughs> oh dear. I'm going to kneecap your knight with a Gorgon transport. Here I come. Well, uh, it's a uh, the reinforced uh, doser blade, right? So you could ram it. Yeah, you can just yeah. go fucking nuts in, in the entire mission. Just run around ramming shit. No and one's going to uh, like, put target priority on you because you can't really well, shoot and hurt anyone. So. Should we make a note about flyers? In case someone wants to bring... Uh, like a suborb of strike wing or something stupid like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be kind of hilarious. Just don't bring vultures with punisher cannons. That would be pointless. Uh, even though, even though like, it's made of fire. In the mission, you're supposed to actually hold a center objective as well, so it's kind of hard. To... Yeah. Because then you land and then you fuck. So. <laughs> uh, very very true. 
but yeah, so that's that's the challenge set up for uh, for Scandus, and we'll we'll have a bit of fun with that. And uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty much everything we wanted to cover. Yep. Um, has anybody got anything else they wanted to shout out or talk about while we're uh, we're here getting the recording done? Uh, I don't know. Until next time. Until next time, then. Okay, well, we can we can work with that. So uh, one last thing, a big of a shout out to the social medias. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at the Varangian Heresy Podcast, and that's Varangian spelled V-A-R-A-N-G-I-A-N. For anybody who's wondering, you should already know because you found us on iTunes or something. Yeah, you're all here and listening to it, so. So yeah, found so it somehow. no excuses, no excuses, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, and then there is Twitter, where uh, the we are Varangian Heresy on Twitter. And if you want to send information in, you want to call us on something we've maybe got right or got wrong, or you've got an opinion on something we've said, good or bad, whatever, uh, drop us an email at thevarangianheresy at gmail dot com, and. Give us some feedback. Get involved. You know, um, a big, big shout out to Paul Spuddy Shaw, who has been throwing up some fantastic work in progress on uh, on our uh, page. As some of the, I think I was talking about building a Spartan last week, and uh, he he heard that and showed some of the work he's been doing on them. The guy's a master builder with that plastic card. And big up to you, buddy. Um, you're doing some fantastic work there. But, um, you know, he sent some stuff through to us, which uh, has ended up on our page. So feel free. We want to we really want to big up the community here um, on uh, on our site as much as we can. Like every other podcast, it's all about the community for us. And uh, as well with the um, with the updates on uh, what you're doing, give us a shout out if you're running an event, um, especially in the Scandinavia area. We'd love to uh, hear about them. Um, but again, anywhere around the world you know voices people are listening and we want to spread word of heresy <laughs> spread that heresy <laughs> oh yeah spread it on like a thick thick butter with a big knife <laughs> we want to spread it on there um yeah so that's uh that's give us a shout out give us a shout on the facebook page or email. let us know your de- the event details and we'll put it out in our next episode so other than that uh, i think that's everything we've got and uh, for me it's a good night from me I could settle for saying good night as well. Exactly. <laughs> Stay hard for heresy. Keep going. Stay hard for heresy. That is true. And uh, yeah, to play us out, we'll uh, put some music on. But as we go out, just remember one thing: treat life like 30k. Be aggro in the streets, fulgrim in the sheets. <laughs> for sure. And try not to lose your head. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Have a good time until the next episode. Sure, this yeah. is the Ranging Heresy Podcast signing off. Let the body set the flow, let the body set the flow, let the body set the flow, let the body set the flow.